across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. Talk Radio. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Ash. Uh, uh, Dougie Anderson is here. Um, um, You may remember some of the many fine works that we did throughout the uh, early 21st century. We're going to recreate all of them. Uh, You can call up and uh, talk to him, whatever you want. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, the computer, because I plugged in the phone. Here we go, this is it. I may go out tomorrow if I can borrow a coat to wear. Oh, I'd step out in style with my sincere smile and my dancing bare outrageous. Alarming, courageous, and charming. Hang on a minute. Well, that's um, disappointing, Dougie. <laughs> I was taking my shoes off. I'll tell you what's happened. Um, I buggered up yeah. the computer there. I was trying to... Because um, I've plugged my phone into the computer and the w- pictures come up and I was trying to get rid of the pictures. And uh... I think it's good to have <clears throat> coziness in a studio late yes. night. But yes. maybe shoes should stay on until no. after 11. No, 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 no. Shoes come off. <laughs> um, pants off. Here's here's a thing. Yes. Um, where do you stand on the old shoes on, shoes off when you go to visitors' houses? Oh, um, shoes off. I'm shoes happy. O- I'm happy with shoes off, mm-hmm. and I feel uncomfortable with shoes on, mm. because shoes pick up the detritus <laughs> of the day. You, they could be trodding a flob or mm. um, uh, fag ends yeah. or vomit or any kinds of mm-hmm. uh, things. So to go into a, into a friend's house. And invite those things onto their carpet is just bad manners. What if it's not a carpeted house, mm. um, floorboards, so um, still shoes off? I like the shoes off. Mm. The older mm. I get, the I uh, was working with Arthur Smith yesterday. Oh, yes. And um, I was told a tale about someone had shared a long train journey with him, and as soon as he got on the train, he whipped his shoes off and, put, and pulled out a pair of slippers. Oh. <laughs> on a train! I've seen that on trains quite a few times, actually. Planes? Um, Obviously on planes, but short-haul flights, you don't need to be taking shoes off. You don't need to be... I mean, even if it's an eight-hour train journey, keep the shoes on, for goodness sake. Oh, on a train, I think. By the way, dear listener, this is Ian Lee. Dougie Anderson is here. If you want to call in, you you can. Dougie's just going to be kind of hanging out for the first hour of the show. Then we. Oh, did you give your address to Emma? 
Uh, no, no. Okay, okay, because she wants to come round and sleep with you after the show. <laughs> Is that... No, that's inappropriate, and we don't allow our presenters here to make inappropriate sexual comments about women that work yeah. here. And that's why talk radio is, I think, going from strange to change. It really, really, it really, really is. We get the listening figures in about two weeks, and I think they're going to be pony. But uh, you can call in 0844 499 1000. You can call in and just talk to me if you want. That would be a little <laughs> bit rude, as Dougie's here. Now, Dougie's here because, well, because we haven't seen each other properly for a long time, uh, we saw each other a couple of weeks ago when you guested on the Johnny and Ash show. Yes, yes. And we hadn't seen each other for a couple of years before that. Gosh, that's... You had certainly got married in between yes, our times of that, seeing each other, yes. so that indicates some sort of length. Yes, and that makes what you just said about your producer and address thing yep. a little bit awkward well, in in studio. I, I, yes, yeah. in the studio I, environment. Not, not for me, I hasten to add, because I will be going home alone. A pied on my own. Oh, I say... <laughs> Um, but you have written a book, yes, which is called Left of the Mainstream. Left of the Mainstream. Uh, if you're on Periscope, you can. There, that's it. I'm holding it up. And that's <laughs> enough of that. Um, we'll talk about the book in a minute. People have called in. Um, let's go to uh, Paul. Paul, you're on the air. Yeah. Yes. Well. Um, oh. Um, um, oh, it's his Paul. On, is... on, on, on the advice, I decided that. Um, uh, uh, a revival of my man who won't be kitchen who won't have ki- contestants. Okay, this, for, let me just for, let me just fill Dougie in on on um, some massive blanks. You, you sit back for the next forty <laughs> minutes, Paul. Paul is a regular caller to the show, mm-hmm. and he is a big fan of Nickelodeon and those kind and and kids shows from yes. the nineties. Right, and he wants to become the producer of um, uh, kids shows that are reminiscent of the kids shows of the nineties. Although the last one you suggested, Paul, was perhaps sexually inappropriate. <laughs> So we had to change it now. We decided it won't be any kids who won't have kids contestants. Okay, it was, it was basically Man O' Man, the Chris Tarrant show, right. but with kids. Ooh, that's that's not going to fly. I wouldn't have thought. So how have you changed it, Paul? How does it work now? Because Dougie, nah. Dougie's been on TV more than me, so he, he's got contacts. <laughs> well, it, um, the show won't be aimed at kids who won't have kids contestants. Brilliant. It will be a Man of Batman brand. Yeah, the Man of Man brand, hosted yes. By, hosted by me and, Sh- and mate, the Sh- Sean. Shane. 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 Yeah. Strong Paul, name. The Paul and Shane, they're going to be pop superstars. Yeah. <laughs> they really they'll are. Be, they'll, they'll, on, the, on the show, they will wear a nappy. Who wears a nappy? Paul. Paul, that's you. Duo. You're, 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 so Paul, you and Shane will wear nappies. Then what happens? Hmm. We do. We improve. At, at the end of the show, they will say the red dot flash. Will flash as they say bye bye. I think already there's a problem here. Paul has talked about himself in the third person. <laughs> I think let's go. Let's just be who we are. Um, Douglas doesn't like people talking in the third person, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, it, it, I really wish you the very, very best of luck with that, Paul. Um, um, well, um, well, um, I decided that um, when um, um, we were on the business, we were on personal business and setting up a media company. Okay. Paul? Well, um, well yeah. um, and we got, um, I decided that we put the license off TV programs on that. Burner. That's, ec- that's, uh, that's excellent, Paul. I, I appreciate um, that input. And... Mm. Um, uh, let's get Sarah on the line, <laughs> shall we? Good evening, Sarah. Hip, hip, hip. 
Hip, 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 Sarah. You're through to Dougie Anderson. Or me. I'm very excited to speak to you both tonight. Well, we're excited oh, to speak oh. to you. And good evening Well, to you. partly because... So I am the one who won the competition to get you brought to broadcast from oh, my house. We're, going to, we're all going to Sarah's house in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Festival. Well, as someone who's from Edinburgh, yes. I think you're in for a fairly exciting time. Oh, <laughs> it's a brawlick moonlightnik, and that's what the Scotch can't stop saying. <laughs> and also, I believe they keep but- talking about Urwilly. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I was always a brune man, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Sarah, are we still okay to come to your house? That's absolutely fine, although I do feel like I should probably admit something at this stage because this is my only fourth phone call. Um, when I first phoned up, they took my name wrong. My name's actually Sophie. Well, no. it's well. And this is this is. <laughs> I never thought I never thought it would be an issue because I thought, well, this is not going to turn into anything. He's never going to come to the house or anything. Mm. Now you are. Well, the thing is, Sarah, you're always going to be Sarah to me. So I think because because we filled in all the forms and ticked all the boxes, you're going to have to stay Sarah. Otherwise, it gets messy. Sophie sounds like she's from the northeast of England, Newcastle, Sunderland, that y- type of yeah. thing. I am. I am from there, but I came up. This is where my story's going to link in with you, Dougie, tonight. Yeah. I came up to go to Queen Margaret University. And that's where I went to college, because it wasn't university at the time. And if I may personally anecdotalise for a second, I was Here a little bit... some words. I was... <laughs> I was a little bit peeved because I left and it was a college. Oh. And some people who were in my year started saying a few years later, oh, you know, when I was at uni, you know, and I remember when we were at uni, I was like, guys, it wasn't a uni when we were there. Oh. It was a blinking college. Wowzers. It was one up from a polytechnic. Wowzers. Yeah. My, my... Well, Dougie's always mentioned as some kind of star who, you know, went to, he's mentioned Hang along on. the likes of Matt. Matt so, so the halls, what is this? St. Queen's? The Queen, Queen, Queen Margaret. Queen Margaret's University College. University <laughs> College of Edinburgh. <laughs> Doug, Dougie's name echoes around the hallways as a sign of what? What What you can achieve? <laughs> yeah, we were regularly told, you know, to reach for the stars as Dougie Anderson once did. Is there a Dougie Anderson module? Because <laughs> I know someone who could come and lecture in it. <laughs> Me! Uh, well, that's that's marvellous. Would you like um, um, a, a signed thing? I haven't got... No, don't say yes to that we haven't got anything to sign. Um, oh, could you sign my book for me, please? But don't put my name on it. <laughs> yes, sell it on eBay. <laughs> you rascal. You rascal. Are you, are you going to buy Dougie's book, Sophie? Uh, Sarah? I am going to buy it, because it does sound like something I'm interested in anyway. Well, oh, hang on a minute. What's you. it about? Um, well, I was just reading about it on Amazon. It's about... I can read it off Amazon if you'd like. Why not? That would be lovely, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? This is good. This is interactive. Yeah. This is interesting. I'm going to set up a MySpace okay. page. <laughs> OK, here we go. I'm LinkedIn. Part memoir and part DIY guide to filmmaking and broadcasting, Douglas Anderson has written a book that is as funny as, in, as it's insightful, as honest as it's helpful. I mean, I'm enjoying this so far. Well, this is... <laughs> I'm tempted to <laughs> buy the book again. <laughs> <laughs> Musicians, film stars, directors, broadcasters, and even the president of the USA. Well, really, Dougie? He's met or worked with them all, and they're all... Right, hang on a minute! Yeah, that's true. Having read the book now, Mm -hmm. which I have done, Mm -hmm. you've not worked with the president of the United States of America. When Bill Clinton was still president of the United States of America, he appeared... In my second kung fu movie, Fisto Fernandez, The School of the Six High Noons. Yeah, because your mate just knew my, where he was going to be driving and went and filmed him. No, my co-director was in New York at the time, and there was a big cavalcade, so we filmed it, <laughs> and it has a place in the film. And to my knowledge, 
He is the only American president, living or dead, who has appeared in a bona fide kung fu movie. Well, but to say you've worked, I mean, what was he like to work with? Very easy on the eye and easy on the soul. It was good. I mean, you could say that um, in Godfather Part Two, Two, De Niro and Pacino didn't have any scenes together. They were in the same film. They worked together in the same film. And I very much like to think of myself and Bill as a modern day <laughs> De Niro and Pacino. Is it true that in the movie Heat, mm. Pacino and De Niro they have one scene together, yeah, but they at filmed the at different on different days? I've heard that, but I think it's Sloblock. I don't think that's true. I think they were both there. I think it it was the two. You of them do in. compare yourself to De Niro. Mm-hmm. in the book, and now yes. you're doing it in the conversation what we are having now. I wondered, wonder if you could just tell us a bit more about that. I just think we're two peas in the same pod, really. <laughs> I started watching um, Taxi Driver the other day. Never seen it. Oh, yeah. Great film. Lasted ten minutes. Oh, no, it's worth... It's worth no. Uh, it, you've seen The King of Comedy, haven't you? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's one of my facts. 50 pence that costs in computer exchange on DVD. 50p. <sighs> don't they, don't they know what they've got? Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow night, dear listener, we've got Sean Levy, who is um, Jerry Lewis's biographer coming on. Mm. Jerry Lewis, who, of course, is in King Taxi Comedy. Driver. King of Comedy, <laughs> of course. Because his, but Taxi Driver, no, I couldn't stomach it. Oh, it's worth... It's, it's worth... It was very it 70s. Well, in fairness, well, it was made then. <laughs> all, all the scumbags, the faggots, and the queens. So that isn't it. It's all yeah. he says. Is that's all he says? Is that no? Well, no. You've only you're only ten minutes in. Yeah. You call someone a whoopsie at one point. Just <laughs> um, uh, give me a spoiler. Alert. Give me the last five minutes. What happens? Oh, hey, come on. Mm-hmm. Huh? Are we the no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh. You're reading me. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Thank you. Spoiler. Sophie's still there. Is she gone? Sarah. No, I'm still here. Yeah. So when we, by the way, when we come, we need. Okay, I, I, come, are you? I've got, indulge me. It, your Wi-Fi is it like really high, super fast? Yeah, we've literally just got it installed, like as a week ago. It's super, super fast. And is it wired? Can I, can I plug it? I need to plug a machine into it. Yeah, so I did my little research into this, just because yes. I like to be informed. And, yeah, we've got that available, so you can just plug it into the wall. Can, and can I ask, Sarah, can I ask a favour? Yeah. Please, please, please don't fall in love with me when I come round. It would be really <laughs> inappropriate, and I'd hate to break your heart on Saturday morning. I'll really try really, really hard. Thanks. But you can invite some of your friends round and stuff if you want. It's your house. You yeah, can do what you want. But if you wanted wow. to have some friends round on the Friday night, I, I would not forbid that. Like a slumber party type of thing. Yeah, then. like a slumber yeah. party. Okay, so there's going to be about three 25-year-old girls. Okay. Oh, gosh, well, as a married man, I'm... I don't know where to look, let well, alone what to say. But well, this literally, is... we are literally old enough to be their father. This is now. fast-moving stuff. <laughs> this isn't. We're not the kids that you. This is present. what they call in the news. This is a fluid story just it, now, isn't it? it? Really this is, is a fluid story. Um, it's too fluid for us to keep up with. So we're going <laughs> to. You wanted to say as well, um, as because I've told Ian before, I was a massive fan of Rise, so it's really nice to hear you both on the radio again today. Oh well, thank you very well, much. Thank and you. It's lovely to hear your voice as well, thank Sophie. You very those, much. She was the fan of Rise. Those tones of the south. Uh, Rise, of course, um, Channel. Four's flagship breakfast show, the um, the replacement for the rather successful Big Breakfast. Um, they decided to get rid of it and bring back something that wasn't quite as good, and we presented it. And um, but I had uh, we I, were good when we did it together. I I, do you know what? I, Rise gets a, 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 a bad rap. I'm really proud. I'm really proud of Rise. Mm. I thought it was a good show, and the viewing figures actually weren't that bad. We did get um, t- towards the end. We got as good as the Big Breakfast did towards yeah, the end yeah, of that. You yeah, know, we, we got to. Yeah. But I thought it was a funny show. It was. It was I, I, th- I think it was good to have. 
when we worked together on it, because I was kind of outside broadcast person and interviews and then sort of brought into the studio a bit more. Yeah. But I think it showed that when we did it together, you could have two blokes presenting something. Um, uh, Very boisterous and yeah, yeah, a long time before Sunday brunch. Uh, with less sort of cooking and stuff, and, and more esoteric musical and filmic you would, references. Um, you would come in when Kate had a hang uh, when Kate had a holiday booked, yeah. <laughs> a one day holiday yes. midweek. Yes, to Middlesex. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and the most fun I remember, and that was when you and I um, improvised a rap. Yeah, um, and it was going into a break, and I thought, oh, they were going to cut to the break yeah, during the they rap. They didn't. We just kept rapping. It just went on forever. Yeah, yeah. I felt like two thirds of Dilla Soul were there that day. Do you remember? We'll go to a break in a second. Do you uh, remember? <laughs> do you remember um, when Federico from Big Brother <laughs> and Coolio was it Coolio? Or was it Shaggy? I always get those oh, two mixed know. up. Mm. One of them was on. I think it was Coolio. It was Coolio, <laughs> and Federico said. Uh, it's a bag of wink. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I went, sorry, you can't say that, Federico. Uh-huh. And Coolio picked up the baton. And went, <laughs> why can't he say bag of wink? Except he wasn't saying wink. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, why can't he say bag of wink? If I want to say bag of wink, I'm going to say... I was going, Coolio, you can't say... Yeah, yeah. Listen, guys, uh-huh. we had to get up and walk away. Yeah. Do you not remember that? I don't, I don't think I was there that time. Maybe not. No, maybe it was... Do you yeah. remember when the Lost Prophets came on and we had to tell them off for swearing? <laughs> Do you... Oh, looking back, there was there were very innocent days for. Oh wait, four four <laughs> four nine nine one thousand across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Are you going to the uh, Edinburgh Festival? I'm not sure. I'm not sure at the moment. I'm more concerned about who does that voiceover. Late night, Ian Lee. Who's oh, that? Oh, um, I, I, I can't remember his... Um, oh, look. I'll Late night, to... Ian Lee. He, he doesn't do it in a Cockney accent. Is it not? I it's, um, it's, it's, um, um, it's, um, I don't want to say his name wrong. My mind has gone completely blank. Um, is it, ja- it's James someone, isn't it? Is it, who does the, oh, come on, Ed. He listens, he listens to the show. And now my mind has completely gone blank. Maybe he'll um, tweet in with Well, that. but if he tweets in and I've got his name wrong, well, my mind's got a complete blank, James. <clears throat> and I'm really sorry, um, but he's, he's a famous actor. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in Emmerdale and stuff like oh, that. I see the guy. Is, oh, I thought you were going to see he's a guy from The Likely Lads, James Boland. <laughs> it's not, uh, James Boland, star, of course, of The Likely Lads and um, Pay and Display. And the thing about the. They were old, mm. old detectives that have come out and they're trying to. Oh, yeah, the old gay detectives. The, old <laughs> the book you have written. Oh, we'll get to the book in a minute. Let's okay. go to Alan. Alan, you're through to Dougie Anderson. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Dougie. Hip, 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 hooray, Alan. Ah. Do you know where the hip, hip, hip comes from? No idea. Um, Prince Charles. When it was his old... Uh, that's rude. When it was his um, mother's birthday, and I need to try and find the clip now, and I can't find the... Um, is this it? George, you're a fanny. No, that's George Oops. Galloway reading out a text. Um, let's just hear wow. that again. George, you're a fanny. Yep, that's not it. Is this it? Singing we're glad to be gay. No, that's you, Alan, singing uh, glad to be gay. There is a clip somewhere of... Oh, I've got a good game to play with you in a minute. Of Prince Charles. You're looking for a clip of Prince, Prince Charles? Prince Charles, well, on his, on his mother's birthday, mm-hmm. he says, hip, 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 James Thornton. That's exactly who does the voiceover. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hip, hip, hip. Yeah. And uh-huh. that's what he, But I want to play a game with you. Okay. I want to play a game with him, um, Alan, because he likes his music. Yeah. Right. I'm going to play you the silences from a very famous song, and I want you to tell me what the song is. Are you ready, Dougie? I'm ready. Here we go. 
two silences from one of the most famous songs in the world. You want to hear it again? Yes, please. Any idea what? I have no idea what that is. Okay, well, it's. I'm looking for in the middle of Billy Joel. <laughs> in the middle of the night. I go walking, I go. I go walking, I go. I go. It's that. Are you ready for round two? Oh, yes, there's, oh, there's, there are multiple rounds, aren't there? There's only two. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, damn. There's two silences from one of the biggest hits in the world ever. <laughs> I don't know. And it's your genre as well. All right. Any ideas, Alan? Um, the first one was Billy Joel. Yeah, we played... Little Dreams. We, yes, well done. Five points. Well. Five points, Alan. Do you know the second one, though? I think it Men at Work Down Under. Men at Work Down Under. A big Ooh. hit in the day. It was, but it's not the right answer. This is the answer. <laughs> Using the same drums that they used on the Pigeon Street theme tune as well. <laughs> and also used in a very famous furniture advert. It did what? The music the tune is used in a famous furniture advert. Well, uh, uh, okay. You're, you're through to Dougie. What would you like to ask him? Bearing in mind his vast knowledge of music, movies, he's met some of the biggest stars in the world. That's not even a lie. He actually has. Uh, what would you like to ask him, Alan? I want to talk about Big Brother. Right. Well, that's... Um, of all the subjects you could have chosen, Alan, it's not one of my specialists, but I am I would happily try and answer a question if you want to ask me one, or indeed uh, Ian Lee, who currently sits to my north. Good evening. If you... If you could choose any Big Brother you would go into as a housemate, what? which one would you go into and why? If I could go into any Big Brother housemate? <laughs> no, any Big Brother house. Sam Fox. <laughs> no, I mean, if you, any series of Big Brother. Like, I, mean, I would go in Big Brother 4 to liven it up, because that big, was one of the most boring Big Brother. <laughs> well, big Brother history. 4 was rubbish. That was the one we did with John Tickle and, oh. um, <laughs> and all of that lot, when it was just ordinary people. <sighs> Talk about boring. Uh, yeah, I know, but why would you want to go in there then? It was so boring. It but but well, uh, I had a great idea for the Big Brother house. What they should do is get all of the Big Brother contestants from day one yeah. up till now. It's got to be like about two hundred and fifty of them. Mm-hmm. Put them in a house and then blow it up. <laughs> that would that would I'd watch that. That would, that would put a cat amongst the pigeons. <laughs> if, really I can, if I can paraphrase a bros single. Here we go. Hip hip hip. That's that's Prince Charles. Yeah. Hip hip hip. Why did he do that? Hip hip hip. We think it might be because he's an idiot. Right, because it it's just hip-hip, isn't it? It should be hip-hip. Hip-hip-hip hip, hip, may be a military thing, or he may mm. just be showing off because his mum's the queen. Yeah. Are you on David Cameron's list? No. Would you like to be? No. Okay. <laughs> Alan, that's a really great question. Well, it's one of my best. Well, that um, really does. It's the best one I've heard from Alan all day, that's for now, sure. Now, Dougie, this book. Hang on one second. Let's go to Bill. Yes, Bill! Hello, mate. How you doing, son? Oh, it's Bill! It's my mate Scott's favourite caller, Bill! Oh. You are. Right. Bill, would you do me a favour? Yeah, of course. Would you sing How Your Day's Gone For Us, please? Uh, all right, yeah, it's been all right. It's been a bit... A bit uh, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Should I do it? I think you should. Oh, yeah... Well, I woke up really late because I had a day off and I got up at about 11.39 and I was in my boxes and I put my head out the door to have a smoke 
And that's really important for the rest of the story because usually I just walk out barefoot in my pants. But there was a reason I didn't do it today. So then the cat came in and I fed him. And then I let him out. And then on the mat was a dead rat. And it took me 20 minutes to pick up the courage to think of a plan to get rid of it. This is going to be so longer than... I got than... an old pair of pants and I threw it on hang the on, hang on. It took you 20 minutes to pick up the courage to come up with a plan? I'm yeah. still worried about the rat. Did, that, did the cat bring in a rat from outside? Is that why the rats appeared? I've got a... Just going back... Um, sorry, Bill, if I may interject just for a, a second. No, you're all right, mate. You're all right. Um, going back to what I was saying about the... the Jingle stuff beforehand, you know, you listen to Ian Lee late at night. Yeah. I think Bill's got the the perfect voice Isn't for doing that. We listen to Ian Lee, top radio, you know, something to that effect. So I think you should ask Bill to do a test should one. Should I ask but him? I, I don't know should if I Bill would be him? into doing a test one, but I think well, it's worth you, it's worth asking. Could him. you ask him? I, I, I'll if, ask if him. If I ask let, him, let, okay, let me ask him. Doing a test let run. me ask him, Thank but you. don't you let on that you know that I'm about to ask him. Dougie, you've got your hand up. Do you want to say something? Hi, is Bill there, please? Hello, pal. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Oh, very well, Bill. Very well. Thank you very much. I was wondering if you might do a little voiceover for the show, if you're not too busy. Cool, so I will. In your own time. Shall I start now, yeah? Uh, yep, in your own time. Listen to Ian Lee on Talk Radio 10 and 1. If not, I'm coming round and I'm giving you a slap, you mug. Well, Ooh. no, no, listen, I've got to come straight back in there, bro. You've got to get, um, you've got to be friendly with your audience. And, um, I'll do it again. Well, the thing is, I'll just, I, I thought it was nice. The wording was excellent, apart from the slapping and the, the mugging off bit. The violence uh, probably would be frowned upon these days. I can do a, I can do a PG one of that. Please do, yeah. please do, William. Listen to Ian Lee on talk radio between 10 and 1. If not, I'm going to come round and tickle you. Yes. Now, see that? You've used the element of surprise. Saying, <laughs> He's going to come round and do something. He's going to tickle. That's good. That's fine. That's fun. That's yeah. frivolity. It, well, it, but, but, having worked at the BBC for four years before getting shafted by them, I know that actually going round and tickling listeners is deemed inappropriate. As inappropriate. I'll do another one. Okay. Yeah, please don't be. But please and try and make it sexually. Um, sexually mysterious. <laughs> ambiguous is what I meant. <laughs> Ambig- ambiguous. Oh dear, I'll try. Okay, Bill. Listen to Ian Lee between 10 and 1 on talk radio. You'll be foolish not to. You know it. Mm, really... To be honest, it's very hard to say to, to, to Bill yes, um, he's not do something as sexually as ambiguous. I mean, that's... He's not as good as I thought he was going to be. I think Bill's got a lot of potential. Bill, I'm going to have to cut you off. Oh, I want to ask Dougie a question. Oh! oh no! I cannot believe... <laughs> I, well... I can, can we get Bill well. back? Let's have a break. When we come back, we'll have Bill back. And then we, will, we will talk about the book, I promise. <laughs> Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So the reason we'll continue, we'll have the conversation. The reason I'm going to Edinburgh mm. is, as well as doing this show up there on the Friday night, I'm doing two shows for Audible called yeah. War of the Words. It's a panel show, but it's a nice panel show. We'll get you on for series two. Um, <laughs> you're, so... you're very welcome. <laughs> and um, 
It isn't really anything to do with it. I'm just a hired monkey, and oh. I host it, and mm. it's kind of quite nice. And I will say to the two contestants, what, who's, the, who's the world's best John? Mm. And they'll argue about it, and I'll go, right, well, the world's best John is Obviously, this. it's John Supple, of the course. Uh, political were you, correspondent. Were you there yesterday? <laughs> and we did two yesterday, one with Dominic Holland and Arthur <clears throat> Smith. So it's always with comedians, it's not just members of, of oh, the it's, public. Oh, it's, it's, it's with celebrities, yes. We did a really, it's really charming, uh, and we did a really charming one with Mackenzie Crook <clears> and <throat> Jeff Lloyd, <clears throat> two very nice, fey men. Yeah. And we did a lovely one yesterday with two people I'd never heard of, um, but I'm certainly going to be checking out their back catalogue. <laughs> um, Nick... Trent and David Helm, or maybe it was David Trent and Nick Helm. Nick, Nick Helm. Nick Helm Nick and Helm. David Trent. Yeah. Uh, do you know them? I did a BBC Four show with Nick Helm. He's got a beard. Yeah, yeah, he just a BBC Three possibly, show. Possibly, Um Yeah. It was, anyway, they were, they were hilarious. Kind of like T-shirts. Uh, He's a T-shirt kind of. Like, yeah, t-shirt guy. T-shirt know. kind yeah. of guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't like that when I saw it. Oh, I've got a little surprise for you talking about clothes. Oh, look at that. Braces. Oh! <laughs> I've got braces on. In America, they call them suspenders. Yeah. I am not wearing British suspenders. Can I? Sh- I've got a surprise for you with clothing. Okay. Can, you, can you see what that is? It looks like what people call a hot rock stain, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I haven't smoked hashish for many, many a year. Or at least I've perfected my hot rock technique. No, do you know what that is? No. That's a moth hole. Oh, dear. I've got moths, Dougie. Yeah, yeah. I've got moths. My life is over. But at least you're wearing a collar. Well, I've got a collar, but I, I, I had moths before, mm-hmm. and you have to, to get rid of the moths, you have to freeze them. You mm-hmm. have to freeze all of your clothes right. or boil wash them. Right. You have to go clear out your whole bedroom mm. with, like, special sprays and things and hoover up the carpet and disinfect the bed. Well, I'm glad we're careering into some of the hot topics. <laughs> Let's get Bill back. Yes, Bill. Mm, hello, mate. Sorry, mate. You chomping on a sausage? <laughs> no, I'm having a lolly ice. A what? Lolly ice. Is rocket that, lolly. Is that like an ice lolly? <laughs> yeah. I've never heard the words in that order before. Lolly ice. No. I don't like ice lollies. I oh, never I have done. Them. It's just it's just flavoured water, isn't it? Oh, they've took over from biscuits, mate. For me. Wowzers! And you having a rocket lolly? Yeah, yeah, literally, mate. Whenever you fancy having a biscuit, I know you're having a bit of, um, you know, you, you want to shed a few pounds Trying to lose some weight, yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? But yep. yeah, no, just have a lolly instead, mate. There's only about 30 calories in them. Have a lovely lolly ice. You can make your own lolly ices. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah, they're rubbish, though. I've got some in there I made. I don't touch them. <laughs> well, I'll have them. Pop them in an envelope, send them over to Talk Towers, and I'll certainly make use of them. Now, Bill, not... you had a question for my former colleague, um, an erstwhile partner, Dougie Anderson. What was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, gents. You might have already covered this. I sort of came in halfway through, and I, I know you from somewhere, Doug. <laughs> right. Um, That's not a question. This is just a conversation we're having, isn't it? It's just, uh, yeah, no, no, the question's <laughs> going to be built up to. Oh, right, OK, yes. yes. Well, quickly, let me cut a long story short. Yeah, no, listen, you have some geezer down the pub. Is who Danny Dyer on the phone? Yes. Hey. What? Yes, carry on, Danny. Or you, um, you was, oh, rice. Was you on rice? Was you, hang on a minute, were you on rice? I was, I was, You yeah. never told me about that. Yeah, yeah. But you was on the good one, innit, with Ian, the, the, the second and one. And he was on the previous one. No, I, I was on the previous one for about two weeks. I thought Christmas, you were on it for the whole no, thing. No, no. Because no. I met you on the, um, the previous yeah, yeah, one when right. I was coming no, no, to the I papers. Music oh, stuff. here's a good question then, so um, you'll know this fella. By the way, by the way, I think Kate Lawler is watching us on Periscope. Oh, I have reason to believe. She's, what? Is she still fit? She's not as fit as me and Dougie. No, no, of course not. Of course not. 
Are you Honestly? touching yourself, Bill? Sorry? Nothing. Carry on. No, 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 I'm, um, <laughs> I'm playing with a cat. No, I'm this joking. is the most fun I've ever had promoting my book, ever. <laughs> oh, no, the book, yes. Say, Doug, uh, <laughs> is he in your book, and do, do you like him or do you not? Because I think he comes across as a bit of a, no. a bit of an idiot. Oh. Colin Murray. Oh. Colin Murray. Is Colin Murray in your book? Uh, he's, he's not. Do you like him? He's not. In my, I, hey, listen, he's, he seems a nice enough chap. And, he, um, he, seems, he seems like a nice and enough chap. I'm sure he's a I'm delightful sure, and, and he is, he's a, he's a nice let's go. Let's get one more in. Then we'll, oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Gatford. Good evening. Are you out of hospital? Nope, still there. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's he, on his deathbed. Gatford is actually dying and he's called in. Oh, no, you, I am. I'm sure I am. I'm oh, HAPBY. You could be the <laughs> last voice he hears, Dougie. Well, oh, by speaking wondering... of, by the way, speaking of voices, Catania, Catania Thornton, there's a name, says, can we have this man on all the time? He makes my brain melt. Ooh. And then she says, please, God, get him to say suspenders again. So, Dougie, you're getting requests from... Uh... I thought they were Tom McGatford there. No, it's me. No, no, right. it's you. It's right. you. Right. You go first. Suspenders. Well. Gafford, it... you're, you're through to Douglas. What would you like to ask him? Well, as the only celebrity that's ever hugged me, um, I'd like to ask Dougie Anderson um, who, which celebrity he's hugged. It's a great question. That's I, a really good question. I, I, I don't really think I'm a celebrity. I've always seen myself as an artist. Because <laughs> <Well, okay. laughs> I, I, yeah, um, I've hugged a few. You know, uh, are, we, are we talking like favourite or most famous? And, Angelina well, Jolie I, kissed me. As I've only got one, they go for favourite because you're you're the only and the favourite. Oh gosh, I mean, and it can be you can it can be based on you know the length of the hug, the quality of the hug. The I'll just pick a name for God's sake, so we can move on from this tedium. Oh, I might be dying. Robert Redford. Wow. Thanks for calling. Um, fingers crossed we'll speak again, but if yeah. not, it's been fun. Now, you are here... I wait for four four nine nine one thousand. He's here for another 22 minutes, guys. Mm. You've written a book. Yes. Left of the Mainstream, from a DIY filmmaker to public service broadcaster. It tells you... It's very funny. It's very, very funny. Thank I you. read it today. It's genuinely very, very funny. Um, and it tells of your adventures in um, making it in this business we call show. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was lovely, because there's nice little crossovers from, you know, from, from when I've known your stuff. Now... Um, I, my favorite, one of my favorite bits was your description of some of the movie stars oh, yeah. that you have met. Yeah. Um, and you, where, where did you, you met these like junkets, those horrible yeah. things where you've got six minutes, yes. 20 seconds. Which, but I, I didn't mind that because I always thought of it as a nice challenge, how you could get a lot out of someone yeah. in that time. And, and also just, uh, you, as you know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to go, so do you like being in movies? So. Was exciting. Did, Those things yeah, are weird, aren't they? Basically, about, you, you are on a you're on a schedule, mm. and you will have literally it will be four and a half minutes with with Keanu Reeves, yes, and, and so, yes. and you will get escorted in. You will sit down. You will start. There'll yep. be someone with a stopwatch, yep. and then they'll, yep. they'll, they'll so you they'll have to get into the meat of the matter, and, and it's all yeah. Up, yeah. And you'll see it on like on all the TV programs when when there is the presenter interviewing a movie star and there's a poster of the movie yes, behind them. Exactly, that's one of those that's, things. Uh, and you know what you've done? You have described something very well. <clears throat> Thank you very much indeed. I've brought them into our world of celeb. I can see this isn't the first time you've uh, been behind the old mic. Now, <laughs> um, uh, I've only done a few of those things, mm-hmm. and I always found them very very disconcerting. But you seem to revel in them. I, I, yeah, to I loved book. it. I, th- I just thought it's a great challenge, and you can. Get to the meat of the matter and talk about oh, just far more interesting things than a lot of people tend to want to ask film stars about. Um, 
My favourite... Dis- you, you, you list all of the celebrities... Some of the movie stars you met. Leonardo DiCaprio, Mini Driver, who asked me out for a drink once. Really? Uh, yes, she did. Mm. Um, my favourite description is Will Smith... Professionally friendly and jovial. <laughs> yeah. What, what? So you? What? If, if, well, if because Will Smith is. I've you, just read another one. So. Okay, we'll come. We'll come to the next one. But Will, Will Smith is. He is always like friendly. You know? He always appears to be friendly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All that. And he's always on. It seems. No matter yep. where he seems, because he's got this reputation of being, as far as Hollywood a list goes, ex- just a friendly, affable chap. Yeah. Yeah. And when I met him and interviewed him, it was just like, you, I thought, you cannot be like this all the time. You must have ups and downs. You cannot be like this all the time. You're just too friendly. And I just saw a glimmer in his eye at one stage that just said, oh, oh God, I wish I was known more of a, a moody person than this jovial <laughs> friendly chap. Really? So I, I just got that impression. So I... I I came to the conclusion that he was uh, professionally funny and jovial. Arnold Schwarzenegger, chatty enough but lacking in substance. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great description. <laughs> was he? Was he lacking in substance? He's put it in print, so it must be true. Yeah, I don't. You know, he's just talking to Arnold was a bit. Uh... <laughs> it's Arnold, is it? Already? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, I remember looking at Schwarzy and thinking, <laughs> oh, "You've, you've." Totally played to your strengths. Yeah. And, I mean, he's never going to be known as a great actor, is he? But he's a film star, and good luck to him on that. Um, And Samuel L. Jackson, a tad dull, but friendly enough. (laughs) Yeah. So, I just... Samuel L. Jackson, again, one of these people, you think, he is going to be mental. It's going to be, yeah! You know, because he's always that kind of... He's got that bravado. But I met him, and I just thought, no, I'm not really... Yeah. Talk about golf, actually. He wanted to talk about golf more than anything else. So I did, because I, I can talk about golf. Yeah. I just thought, hmm. No. No. Not, no. For you. not for you. No, not, not for, for me. You. Not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll wait for, for 499 Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered <laughs> Night Talk. With the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's, um, we will, the, the, the book that Dougie Anderson is, or, or, or Douglas Anderson is his, his pen name, <laughs> um, it's gone all la-di-da, uh, <laughs> left of the mainstream, it's on Amazon, I will, uh, I'm off Twitter, because I hate it, because it's full of arses, but I will tweet the link and I'll oh, put it on my you. Facebook page, it's, it's a cracking read, it really is good, and we'll go into it a bit, we've got another mm-hmm. 15 minutes or so. Dan's called in though, Dan, you're through to Dougie. Me? Yes. Ian, how long have I been calling your show now? Um, have we spoken before? Sometimes. I sometimes pretend, pretend to be Noel Edmonds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sometimes I play you some using French music. Yes. Right, I was just in the toilet. I'm quite angry. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an angry I'm, I'm annoyed. An angry shies, <laughs> as the Germans would say. Yeah. Well, I, my, my partner, she's dribbling on the sofa at the moment. Oh. Kat, you just read out a text from her. Um, no, I didn't. You did? I no, heard it. No, I didn't. This sub-David Tennant-voiced man that you have in the studio with you. It was a tweet. I mm. pref- I prefer sub-John Gordon Sinclair, thank you very much. No, you're sub-David Tennant. <laughs> Who's this guy? This is Catania's um, partner, which I think means boyfriend. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe they're just in business together. It could be. We have a child. She's flirting with you via text. I, ha- I have you know that it's the Twitter. woman is severely concussed. Oh, what, hang, hang on a minute. We can't in any way condone um, um, spousal abuse. Well, I told you she fell down the stairs. Thank you very much mind. indeed. OK. Um, so, Oh, he sounded fun. Didn't he? 
So you've written a book. <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to write a book. Yeah. I've got three chapters done. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it. I, it's it's a very personal book. It's about me. I'm calling it my struggle. <laughs> you should. Uh, are you going to release it in Germany at all, or uh, well, probably very big over there? <laughs> I believe the eleven o'clock show is huge. Um, or the Elf Uhr. Yes. Programming. What's, what's my struggle in Germany again? Uh, I've got no idea, well, but we'll get it. We'll get it. They'll do all that. So, yeah. um, but it turns out writing a book is actually harder than reading a book. I think writing. Writing a book isn't that hard. Write, oh. Writing a good book is. Ah, yeah. and there, see, that's yeah. that's that's a bit like the spinal tap. There's a thin line between. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and I've tried, and I've, I've got I've, my my book is going to be. It's not going to be an autobiography, but each chapter mm. is going to be um, self-contained, and it's going to be about working on a different television show. So yeah. there'll be um, a chapter about rise. I've written a chapter about the weakest link. Yeah, I've written a chapter. I've written three chapters. Uh-huh. Um. I can't be bothered to do any more. <laughs> it really is. It's not, yeah. It's, it's such a faff. Yeah. And a... you do, you go, you, you'll do, be there for like two hours. You go, oh, I must have got about 7,000 words. And mm. it'd be 238. Yeah. yeah. It's a real faff. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. What um, was your technique? Um, well, I'm quite good at just the sitting down and writing, but I, I, I don't know. I quite enjoyed it. And, I, and the thing is, mine also, I talk, it's not just memoir. It's about... Almost a guide to DIY creativity, yeah. where it'd be short filmmaking or podcasting or writing scripts or whatever. So I kind of like the idea of people could read it. And for instance, you get these books about how to make short films, and you would read the first chapter and think, "This is impossible. Yeah, you need yeah, this yeah. bit of money and all this kind of thing." And that is absolute nonsense. Yeah. So I thought I can maybe tell people if you want to make a short film, it's not out the realms of possibility at all, especially well, with it's technology. Not now, exactly. You, 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 you know, you, you talk about all the, 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 the fact that um, a few years ago, if you'd have filmed anything, you'd have had to have blagged your way into an avid yeah, yeah. suite, which was like a whole room with, with screens yeah, and yeah. monitors. And now you can do it now on a laptop. Have, yeah, if you, and you, you've got to have a mobile phone. You can film it on that on a laptop. Um, you've got all these. I mean, for my music podcasts, I used GarageBand, yeah. and that is as good. Yeah. Uh, recordings that you'll get in a in a proper radio studio. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just te- technology. Half decent mic. Yeah. Plug it in and you're away. Yeah. And excellent music as well. And excellent music. And it is. And 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 the book kind of um, does detail your um, um, moving from Edinburgh down mm. to London, mm. nearly dying. Yes. Did they find out what was wrong with you? Well, I don't that was give, horrific. I, no, no. Okay. We okay. don't want to give away the. But uh, but no, no. They did. I, I within yeah. You were that close with, to getting a with, blue badge within. Three hours of reaching London, I, I was almost dead. <laughs> I mean, that's... I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah. I'm laughing because laughter is also... We also laugh when things are uh, terrifying. Yeah, we Not have... just when they're funny. Yes, yes. It's, a, a it's like if you had trench foot just now, it'd be yeah, terrible, yeah. but I would be laughing. Yeah, well... <laughs> because okay. we have to laugh to get through. We things. have to laugh to get through my trench foot. Um, <clears throat> which is not as bad as trench cock, which I did have once. Yeah. Now... That was childish. That is, come that on, you are better than that. I am better than that, but every now and then... You ran with something there yes. that should have been curtailed. And I respect you, but a little less now. You've got, I, we've got 11 minutes to redeem yourself. I have done that because I like a challenge. I like mm. to sabotage things. Yeah. And so I've, I've kind of gone down a couple of rungs of the ladder of respect. Yeah. But I'm going to jump right up to the top. I've got it? every faith in you that Thank you Thank you will. very much indeed. Um... And this book, it kind of, you explain um, your successes mm-hmm. and your failures. Yeah. I love the chapter about going for the castings for adverts. Yeah, well, that came about. Um, so I'd been sort of making all these short films 
and and also remember I did a film with Bell and Sebastian, one of my favourite bands, and I was asked, would you would you be interested in going to some auditions for uh, various castings for adverts, whatever? But the adverts were, for instance, things like one was for an America, so you'd be you would be flown out <laughs> for America. Yeah, my for America. Is it good? Yes, it's great. <laughs> no, it was, it was for but that that yeah. job eventually went to one of the guys from Band of Brothers. So you oh, so it yeah. shows you the kind of people who go up for these things. Yeah. It's not just jobbing actors. Yeah. And another one was for uh, Stella Artois, but it was all about the French Nouvelle Vague and all that, which I'm totally into. So it'd yeah. be the closest I'd ever have to getting into a Jean Luc Godard film, for, and it was really cool. So I write about these and also. My quite opinionated thoughts <laughs> on certain things involved. But that, in it. I've done, I've done um, uh, castings for like indie films and ads, and um, you really have to desensitise yourself slightly because I found them crushing. Well, I found and humiliating. If, I found to a if they were if for more comical comedy roles, it was fine. Yeah, um, there was one I went to for Johnny Walker Whiskey. Oh yeah. And it was just the idea was away with the fairies in the first place. Anyway, so you had to imagine you were seeing this amazing world that you'd never, nobody, no human had ever seen before. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I didn't know if what I was doing was really good, but I just didn't realise it, or utterly awful. And I kind of thought it might be. Yeah. And ended that I didn't get the jobs. So it was probably the latter. But it's and it's but these very odd processes and the eye, devo- eye avoidance scheme that I talk about in the book when mm. you're sitting with all these. Um, these very recognisable actors yeah, and trained yeah. actors and nobody wants to look at each other before going in or when they come out because they might to find their place and their focus and, they, and you can easily take a dislike to the director who yeah. might have his foot on the table when you're just you know, putting out your artistic soul Have you done the ones where the director isn't there and it's just for the camera you're uh-huh. just doing yeah, it for yeah, the camera yeah, that, yeah. and you think oh come on Well guys. as I say as, as I say, I, I, I kind of my thing I'd always, I would always get outside and light up a cigarette but I've given up cigarettes and casting calls since <laughs> <laughs> But I, I kind of like it when short filmmaking is nice. So you can yeah. you can always mould a character around. You can play what you kind of want to play or yeah, just yeah. direct it if you don't want to be in it. But when you're stepping into someone else's world, it's, that is, of course, the audition process. But a lot of people think it's hell on earth and it's quite nerve-wracking at times, but it's it's quite interesting. Well, if you, if you get one, though, that's yeah. 50 grand in the bank yeah. for three days' work. Yeah. That's worth having. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing? Are you doing any TV or anything at the moment? Well, I'm going to write another book soon, and I'm... Well, how long has this been out for? Uh, the paperback came out in May. Oh, so so it's about time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's about, we'll, we'll do another one, yes. Crack on. <laughs> Crack on, boy. Come on. But I kind of like being... Um, I see, I enjoy writing, and I think I, I think I've got a knack for it. Yeah, yeah. I well. th- you, you have a very disti- It's written in your voice. Yeah, and I can hear you reading this book. Yeah, and that's that's what I guess that's the holy grail for anyone who writes a book. They, you want to find a voice, and yeah. I was at a shindig on Saturday. I say shindig, it was a barbecue. Oh, and I was talking to someone who'd ostensibly ghostwritten a book. Yeah, and um, she was really quite unsatisfied in a way about it because she goes you know don't get much acclaim yeah and you want to write something that is you that not anyone else could could have written and certainly the stories contained within my book no one else could have gone through they and, are um, yeah they are i mean they really are especially when because it's all about you know maybe i don't know doing this tv show for bbc one and then going straight to some awful place on outskirts london to film some half-cocked idea for a short film that eventually turned into something great that got shown wherever and 
wherever it might be. I mean, my goodness, I was shown at the BFI. I'm yeah. now in the BFI yeah, yeah, archive. Yeah. That, that, was, that was brilliant. I didn't, I didn't know about that. That was yeah. fantastic. So it's kind of weird because I didn't take a step away from the limelight. Mm-hmm. I, I just took the, the path less travelled, I yeah. suppose. And um, How can you be bothered? And I mean that, I, just a genuine question. Mm-hmm. Because I, you, you make, I, I, I have ideas mm. and I just think, oh, it's such a faff to go and to do all this and I, and I just can't be bothered I don't I'm not mo- I guess partly because I have this I have a gig I have a yeah. fine uh, well, gig well so. it's I think it depends on what you're all about I mean for me I, there's some things I want to do but the only way they're going to get done is if I come up with the ideas mm. like short form authored documentaries like London Nobody Knows Now little comic shorts um, music podcasts that the basically the radio show I would always want to listen to I try yeah. to make and you know, I talk about it in the book, this Bukowski idea, how you, and you must have heard it as well, you get yeah. people who bang on about Bukowski, oh, he's just a great writer and all, and try and live that life of hard boozing yeah. and never doing any writing. Yeah. And Charles got drunk, but he never forgot to write. Yeah. And he was probably one of the very few people who could drink and make art at the same time. For most people, if they get junk, the art that they make is... I mean, you know, that old Beatles thing, isn't it, about when they took uh, the first time as either marijuana or acid and they thought they'd had the key to the whole world and they recorded and they came back the next day and listened to it. It was, it was all rubbish. We had um, Patty Boyd, George <clears throat> Harrison and Eric Clapton's ex-wife on yeah. last week. Oh, wow. She she was there the first time that Harrison and um, Lennon took LSD. They were spiked by their dentist. Yeah. And she's this wonderfully well-spoken woman in her 70s. Mm. I mean, and is she still very pretty? I mean, she's a very pretty lady. She was on the telephone, but I was... Yeah, she, 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 sound she, very she sounded beautiful. And she's going, it was the most bizarre thing. The f- I don't know if you've ever taken a drug that powerful but there were four of us sat in George's mini and George was driving and we all started growing and there was me and John Lennon and, and Cynthia and George so and I know we when were they just went, growing they got into a lift and they thought the lift was going to be on fire, fire. Yes, yeah, yes. terrific yes um, oh can I say something else just as remember yeah, go on. another guest you had on recently was Limmy oh Limmy 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 yes we and love Limmy I just think he has oh my goodness I'm such a huge fan of his work and even where it be his vines and you know he, he does things on YouTube like the live YouTube yeah. channel when he'll do a techno version of yeah, some yeah, old yeah. and just film it watching it people can get in touch and, but his show was just terrific I found him very inspiring I discovered his show when I was uh, at one of my many low points and then I discovered the fact that he would if he was bored mm. He he would um, he did a, a live stream. He, he just tweeted, right? I'm going to make up some stories. Yeah, Come and watch. Yeah. And he just people chucked ideas at him, and he made up That's stories. Right, and yeah. some were rubbish, and some were brilliant. Yeah. And it was I just found that so exciting. But I remember watching. Did I ever talk to you about the Australian comedian Sean McAuliffe? No. So he did a show uh, called the McAuliffe Program. It was about two series. Oh no, you have mentioned yeah, this, gentlemen. and it yeah. was on it, it was on Paramount Comedy Channel kind of round about like the millennium time and it was just brilliant he was and let me some parts there was one thing he did called polite distances and if i may throw this out to the listeners tonight if you could just go onto youtube and sean mccalliffe polite distances and it's just about opening a door how far someone should be yeah. behind you if you leave it open or whatever and just any kind of plays with that whole idea and there's one sketch that Louis did that wasn't dissimilar to that yeah. but I always wondered I wonder if he ever saw the Sean McAuliffe show and was a fan of it because there is a lineage there even though well, Louis is doing something different and we're running different. out of time but that's, yeah. that reminds me of the film you made about the, um, the what's it the hesitant oh the heartburn pause yes 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 yes, <laughs> yes so in, in the middle of a conversation if you're struggling to remember what to say you'd fake heartburn so if I'm doing it to you it's more of a visual thing yeah. but I'd be like so the thing is 
<laughs> the, book was, the book was called Catch-22. What's, uh, very quickly, the website? Because you've got lots of things up on the website. Yes, it's all, all, all loads of the films and podcasts are there. Mr. DouglasAnderson.com, Mr. Spell MR. And uh, it, the book is left of the mainstream. Dougie, we're out of time. It's nice to talk to you. It's beautiful to talk to you and to see you. Ta-ta. Thank you very much. Talk radio. Normal service resumes, dear listener. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Lots to talk about, including moths. Oh, and the cheeky um, flash that someone gives you on their lights when they're telling you that there are police behind them and you should show d- slow down your speed. Happened to me twice this week. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Douglas, uh, Mr. Douglas Anderson, if you want to um, uh, go and look at his website, it's got lots of nice little bits and pieces on there. We didn't really get to talk about music. We're going to have a geeky music chat. We'll get him in again. Um, and I have just tweeted uh, a link to his book as well. And then I've come off Twitter. I've, I've kind of um, uh, was it was it Ed or Aid Aid wasn't it? I think on Friday who um, gave me some excellent sage advice. And I've stepped away from Twitter and I've kind of retweeted a couple of things, but. Um, I'm not quite ready to close it down yet. I'm not quite ready to close it down yet, but I'm getting pretty darn close to do it. Uh, 0844 499 1000. It's just you and me now, dear listener. And um, 
You know the way it works. I will sit here and I've got bits and pieces that I can talk about and bits and pieces that happened to me today and over the weekend and I will get to those eventually. Um, or you can call in and talk to me about bits and pieces what have happened to you over the weekend. A very simple 0844 499 1000. We call you back. Kath is still away so you will um, speak to either Emma or Ed and they will call you back. Let's go to Daniel. Evening Daniel. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Ian. Daniel. Ian. Daniel. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Daniel. I'm searching for a pen while I'm waiting for this conversation to get underway. Uh, Do you like Lego? No. Do you like video games? Yes. Do you like Lego video games? Yes. Oh, good. Uh, That was... Is that it? It's, yes. But but it it felt like it was going somewhere, and then it went nowhere. Yeah, um... Was kind of hoping for a... Punchline? Well, no, just not even a punchline, but uh, um, something, something, was, something, something you could get my teeth into. Why are you uh, asking it... this, Daniel? Sorry. Oh God, it's going to be a long. You cut out a little bit there. I'll cut you out in a minute. Why are you asking? I wish you would. Oh, okay. Sorry. What? Oh jeez. Why? Tell me yeah. when you're going to do one word at a time. Okay. Tell me when you get the word. Why? Please. Why? Yes. Are. Why are. You. Why are you. Asking. Why are you asking? Is that what you're asking? Oh, jeez. Yes. Sorry. Why are are you asking? Sorry? Why? I, I, I think we've got a bad line. We've got a cross line. We have not got a cross line, Daniel. You've probably got a crossed mind. Why are Ian? you? Why are you asking? What? Why are you asking about um, Lego Star Wars? Because um, I made an investment today. What was your investment, Daniel? Uh, a lot of Lego. A stupid amount of Lego. And how old are you? Uh, Guess. 28? Mm-hmm. Yeah? So you're 32 years old. Mm-hmm. What is going on? What, what are you... Are you... Get, are you tied up and getting probed while I'm talking to you? That would probably be better, but no. Why is it... Okay, so you're 32 and you bought a load of Lego. Why? Because I wanted Lego... Well, that's fine. Yeah, but I'm 32. How much did you spend on the Lego? <laughs> obscene amount. 200 quid? No. More? Yes. 300 quid? Stop it, Ian. 500 quid? Stop it, Ian. How much did you spend on Lego? Too bloody much on... Give me a figure! I... I, I, I 1500. Flipping egg! 
Stop it! Fifteen hundred quid! You can buy a car for that! A real car, not a Duplo I one. I to buy a car for that, but I didn't, did I? I spent it on Where it. did you, did you buy, like, kits, like, proper Lego kits? Yeah, I, I... Jeez, what, what? We've got a thing called the, uh, it's not the high street, we call it the high street here. Yes. But in America, they call it, what, the, um... Not the Broadwalk. Main Street. The, the Main Street. The Main Street, yes. I bought the Main Street of Lego. You bought the Main Street of Lego? I don't know what that means. I mean... For every... There's a shop on Main Street and they've got a Lego replica. Right, so Main Street is a street in America. Well, no, it's like a... a... I know, man. So you put... Right, so what is Main Street? Right, anyway, I don't care. You spent 1,500 quid on one Lego set. Several Lego sets. But they're all... That's what it is. I've built the street. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I've bought enough Lego... To build the flipping street. Main Street? Yes, Main Street. Right. Ha- have you built it? No, I haven't got it yet. <laughs> what? Uh, so this is one kit? Several kits. Flipping it. But they were, okay, so, so it wasn't loose. You just bought several kits. Yes, from several different people. But why? Lego's rubbish. I know. Oh, well, I thought it was, but... Were you drunk when you bought it? No. Stoned? Yes. Okay, well, that explains a lot. But but why but why are you asking about Lego video games? Because that's different. Lego video games are great. They're like the gateway drug, man. Don't trust them. Get, <laughs> no, get my, away from... My boys love Lego, right? They love Lego, and the, the elders constantly build... Everyone loves Lego. It, well, he loves it, but he's That's six. He's, he's six, mate. He's six years old. You're 32. Yeah, that's You're five what, like, times older than he is. six. What? What? Yeah, stop smoking weed, Daniel, for crying out loud. My boy is six and he loves Lego, right? And as a result of that, we have allowed him to play the Lego Star Wars. And the Lego Star Wars, I can sum up, I never liked Lego. I never got it, partly because we never had kits. We just had like a box of Lego bricks when I was little. And we, it was not, what are you going to build with it? It's boring. You know, there's nothing to, to build with it. So I would just build tall towers and knock them over. Um... Leg- and Lego is expensive. I mean, I think the most expensive kit we bought the boy was about 120 quid, and that was a big one. That was a- that was his main Christmas present. Um, fifteen hundred quid's worth of Lego, flipping heck! That's outrageous. 
0844-499-1000. We call you back. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making I'm you talk. reminded, I was, I'm so much I wanted to talk to Dougie about and I completely forgot to. We'll have to get him back in. But also, I'm, I'm giving away a couple of tickets to an exhibition in London. We'll do it tomorrow now because I forgot to do it in the first hour of the show. So remind me tomorrow. Um, to an exhibition, there's this brilliant Japanese girl band called Perfume, right? Let me find you a per- Have I got any perfume on my um, computer? Because when I went to Japan the last time, um, they were absolutely huge. They were massive. And they're brilliant. Some of you will hate it, right? I wonder if I've got any perfume on my computer. Hang on a minute. Oh, go away, go away, go away. Computer! Stop sinking. I don't want you to sink. L-M-N-O-P. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, baby cruise in love. Now, some of you are going to hate this, right? I genuinely thought this was flipping brilliant. This was the big hit when we were in Japan, right? Listen. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. This is J-pop at its finest. Ah, yes, yes. So this is Perfume, right? And they're they're brilliant. There's there's three girls and they're just, it's just the most wonderful J-pop. And they had their own TV series in Japan and all of this kind of stuff. Um, And it's just like this. And there's an exhibition. For some reason, I don't know why, there's an exhibition of, like, their clothes and stuff in London somewhere. And I've deleted all my emails with it in. Hang on, here we go. And then you just wait, wait till the chorus kicks in. Here we go. Hang on, hang on. Here it, here it comes, here it comes, huh? I know half of you will be hating this, but the half with taste, the half with taste. Here it comes. All together now. So there's an exhibition of their stuff. I think it's this weekend somewhere in maybe East London. But I've deleted all of the emails. All of my emails. My email account, ian at ianlee.com, got full up. So, hang on. Thank you. So I, it, instead of just like, what I did is I deleted everything. Like 1,500 emails. I just went, ah, they've all gone. And then it dawned on me, oh, actually some of them were quite important. Including the one with the details of the competition, where we're giving away a pair of tickets. But... Oh, thank you. Look at my team here. 
It's at the Old Truman Brewery Shop in Shoreditch on the 6th and 7th of August. Um, but I, I can't remember what... The, anyway, there's a pair of tickets to give away. We'll do it tomorrow. That's, that's, we'll do it tomorrow, Tris, yes? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Tris! I wasn't feeling that, mate, I've got to say. No, I didn't think you would. I, kn- I knew... That's why I deliberately went to you next, because I knew that you wouldn't be feeling it. And that's the beauty... That's the beauty of music, Tris. It is. It's the beauty of music. I love it. I love a bit of J-pop. I love the fact it's all auto-tuned to flip, and it's um, uh, got this incessant dance beat. There's a brilliant... Hang on a minute. All right, hang on a minute. I'm going to give you something you're going to feel. You're going to feel it, right? Hang on a minute. Oh, go on him. Let me find some Hal Cali. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Have I got all this on my computer? Have I got Hal Here we go. Hal Cali. What's the... um, uh, (laughs) uh, Is this it? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on. No, that's not it. Hang on a minute. There's one song on here. Um, oh, I haven't got. Oh, I haven't got all the songs that I want. Um, let's try this one. This one's called "It's Party Time" again by How Cali. But just, just wait, just wait. Tris? I mean, it's better, but um, there's I, one. I'm not, I'm not rushing to Amazon. No, there's one, and I can't find it. Is the video is brilliant? Oh, I wish I could think what the song. It's not Baby Blue, is it? There's a brilliant video, and it's them like dancing. The two of them just dancing like this, and then the back they keep walking into different sets. And if so, if someone can fi- send me the link for that, I'll be a happy man. Yeah, that but the is- Japanese are good at videos like that. Oh, the video is just um, uh, is just amazing. But I can't for the lo- their videos. How Cali? I know it's written my perfume, but How Cali are awesome. I can't think. I'll have a little look while you're ta- you're talking. Tris, what have you got for us this evening, my friend? I've got a couple of things for you. Um, first off, the, um, the the diet started in earnest now. I started on Saturday. Good for you. How's it um, going? Oh, God, I'm struggling, man. Yeah, it's hard work. Really it? am struggling. Yeah. I started in earnest today, and then I pigged out about five o'clock because I felt like I hated myself. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm feeling really low, actually. It just, it just, um, everything, everything's tempting, isn't it? Everything's tempting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's horrible, isn't it? I'm, I'm struggling yeah. with... I'm, cards on the table, Tris. I'm struggling with life a bit at the moment and seeing what the whole point of it is. Everything seems to be going disastrously wrong. Yeah. I mean, anyone that tells you life's easy is lying to you. It's not It's not just you, man. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. not, it's not just any one of us that's being singled out. We all find it hard, but some of us find it a bit harder than others, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it you know sucks, man. It sucks. Well, well, you know, hang in there, buddy, because um... yeah. I went, well, I went for my went for my first run of my life yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh Jesus! I I mean, thirty seconds in, I was willing it to end. I've got I've got one of those apps that's meant to oh, sort of encourage are, you. The apps are you. awful. And uh, you're, <laughs> you're doing great. That's the one. Yeah. A little alarm went off, and I thought, oh, thank God, I've finished. And then she pipes up, you're halfway through. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Talk about building. And, and I felt all right when I got home. I felt okay, even though I was completely out of breath and dripping in, dripping with sweat. And then this morning I've woken up, and I feel like someone's kicked my head in overnight. I'm just, I ache everywhere. It's horrible. Did, horrible you, did you stretch... After you'd done it, yeah, I did every I, I did everything you're meant to do. The five minute warm down and the uh, yeah warm down and the stretch and everything like that. Yeah, and yeah, no. This morning I've woken up and I just every part of me aches. But I'm, I'm going to keep it up because I mean I was uh, digging out the summer clothes, the summer clothes the other day. Nothing fits me from last year, and it's oh, like. Man. Horrible, isn't it? Don't. It's just horrible. And I was looking at myself and I was thinking, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know me, you know. Don't, because I've, I'm, I'm going through the. I've got moths, Tris. We've got moths. Yeah, I heard. We've got moths. I've got a moth hole. This top's going to get thrown away tonight. Got a moth hole, and I'm thinking, oh, I've just spent sixty quid today on clothes, on bags to put my clothes in, on sprays, on mothballs, on um, uh, the fly traps, and all of these blooming things, knowing yeah. that it ain't actually going to work. Um, and hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, bear, bear with me, bear with me. This, now, this you're going to dig, right, hang on, hang on. Hang on, stay, bear with me, this is worth it. And by the way, if you type in Hal Cali and Tandem, it's the best video you're ever going to see. Here we go. Stick with it, stick with it and watch the video, it's a joy. I remember. Anyway, um, it wasn't as good, but the video is amazing. Um, yes, yeah, so I've got moths. Got moths. So I've got to freeze my. I've got to freeze my clothes. The ones I can't boil wash, I have to freeze for four days, and then basically fumigate the house. Now, I've done this before in the flat we lived in in London, and do you know what happened? Go on. We still had moths. We couldn't get rid yeah. of the moths because you've got to be. If there's one moth larvae, larva, larvae. Left, oh, yeah. you're, you're screwed. You're screwed because it's not the moths that do the damage. It's the larvae, larvae, larvae. Do, do, do they die out in the end? Or no, Stop. they keep oh. rebreeding. Dirty little buggers. They well, keep, they de- keep rebreeding. The storm, then you can't. And I've got, and I'm just like, oh god, no! It's another thing in my life that's gone wrong. Do you remember? 
I don't know if I, did I say this on there? You remember when we had Adam Buxton on, and Adam Buxton yeah, said yeah. to me, I don't know if you on his podcast. I don't know if you heard the interview we did on his podcast. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he said, Ian, if ever you're feeling really low, like properly, I'll give him a ring. Give yeah. him a ring. I hit the Adam Have Buxton. You? I hit the Adam Buxton button tonight. I hit. I couldn't ring him. But I sent him a text saying, Adam, you I know you said it and you may not have meant it, but flipping it, man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. And I hit the Adam Buxton bat signal. And um, boy, oh boy, he's the nicest man in the world. Um, he was, sent me a text saying it was in France. But if he wanted me to, did he want me to call up? And then I, then about half an hour later, I got a phone call from a friend who is a friend of a friend of a friend of Adam Buxton's. And he had he had um, put word out that I wasn't feeling particularly grand. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? It is lovely. It is lovely. Um, and well, I, I suppose feel... it doesn't make a difference, though, does it? No, but I feel a little bit embarrassed that, I've, that I, I went to him because I don't know him. But tonight, Tris, uh, Tris tonight, do you know what? I could have. I could have jumped off that bridge. Do you know what I mean? Almost literally. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it really is. And it was so nice having Dougie in to take me out of myself. And I knew that once Dougie left, I'd get all ponderous and disappear up my own navel, so to speak. And I'm just thinking, Jesus, it's Monday. It's, I feel this bad on a Monday. How the hell I am I going to make it till Wednesday? I wish there was an answer, mate. Sorry, and do you know what I've done? I've done what I always do. You were talking about you, and I've hijacked it. I've made no, it about no, no, me, and no, no, I'm sorry about that. That's, that's rude. It's a conversation. It's a two-way Yeah, I was, that's a bit rude, man. I do that a lot, and I notice I do that, and I need to keep that in check a little bit. Well, I don't, I don't mind, buddy. It's all right. So you, you went for the run. Um, went for the run. Day one. And it, did, you, did, it show, did it show you how far you'd run? Uh, well, in total, because you do the walking and yeah. running, I did... Uh, one one point five miles. Now, when you because because I I haven't done it for about three weeks and I'm going to do it tomorrow actually, um, but you do it, and my first one was about one point six kilometers, right? Yeah. And you look at you go one one point six, but but hang on a minute, that surely that's got to be about five k. I've just run there, <laughs> and as you as it goes on, I got to, I got as far as day uh, day three of week two, and I thought that is definitely five k. And it was yeah. less than it was three point five eight, I think. And it was less than the previous two sessions. I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? But I mean, the way I'm the way I'm thinking about it is, you know, it was, it was one point five or whatever. But that's one point five. I wouldn't have done otherwise. Oh you know, no, exactly. Sort of... And I do think it's a good thing. Is with the running bit of these apps, and it was Penny that um, that, that told me about these, uh, um, and then loads of others followed suit when I mentioned it on Twitter. Um, you haven't got a run, you're not running fast you're just doing the pace that you can cope with and that's that's right and yeah. that's fine that is fine you're doing what you can cope with but yeah, I, got, um, I, I whipped out after it's two. It's painful, isn't it? Yeah, oh God, I'm not sure I can go. And you're right. Yeah. The next the, that night and the next day, it's like flipping heck. I yeah. I worry about my heart, Tris, seriously, because I'm because I've got a, a bit of extra weight and stuff, which I've never really had before. I've always been very s- slim, skinny, and then I was yeah. slim, and then I was all, then I was a little bit of weight, and now I've got a bit of weight. And um, I notice when I get stressed or anxious, which seems to be quite a lot these days, um, the left arm starts going a bit. I get the, oh. the twinge, and I'm I'm starting to worry about my heart. And I know my dad had a heart attack when he was quite young. He was massively overweight, and he was really he was smoking like eighty fags a day. Uh, yeah. and, you know, I don't I don't smoke, and I'm not anywhere near as overweight as he was. But it does make me think, ooh, 
got to keep an eye on that. This stuff is starting to get real now, now Tris. We're getting older. I mean, age, yeah, age, age is a is, is a is a killer, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, well, literally, literally, literally is, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, anyway, on, on another thing, I've um, yeah. I'm sort of uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of uh, the Beach Boys. I like them, but I'm not a fan. Do you know what I mean? That's fighting talk, where I come I've, from, mate. I've, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, I've, I've got sort of maybe ten of their albums, but I'm trying to trying oh, right, to right the wrongs. Not a fan. No, but yeah, I'm, ten I mean, I'm trying right. to right the wrongs, and I've I've bought a few more over the weekend. I've been listening to the Beach Boys solidly all weekend. Good for you. Well done. I've, I've been listening to Sunflower, oh. Holland, and Friends. Right? They're, yeah, they're, they're excellent choices. Excellent choices. Well, I thought, I thought Holland because Holland's meant is really really sort of uh, well regarded. I found it a little bit ploddy. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I found it a bit ploddy. The whole California saga, I found a little bit... Holland is hard work, right? Holland, this is how nuts the Beach Boys were in the 70s, right? Their manager said, hey, it'd be a great idea, why don't you guys go and record an album in Holland? And they went, yeah, okay. Oh, they don't have any... Rec- all, all the recording studios were booked up, so they had to ship a million dollars worth of recording equipment over to Holland, and none of it worked. They, they'd, forgotten <laughs> to take, they'd forgotten to take the adapters... Oh, cool. So, yeah, the, yeah. so they had American plugs and um, uh, 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 European adapters for the whole thing. They blew the yeah. whole thing up. It's <laughs> it's a tough it's a tough album, but it it's is. got Sail on Sailor. Yep. It's got Steamboat. Yep. Oh, and I tell you what, and it's got one of my top three Beach Boys songs of all time. Only with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, that is ju- that is just stunning. Absolutely well, stunning. Of those three albums, Sunflower is the standout for me. Sunflower is my favourite one... album. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. my, yeah, yeah. But my favourite album by any band. Yeah, definitely. There's one track on there that I got completely hooked onto, and no word of a lie. Since I first heard it on Saturday, I must have listened to it 15 times. Yeah. Gone. What? What? What track? What track is it gone? Forever. No. Tears in the morning. No, you're joking, really? No. Honestly, Isn't I that love funny? It. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Uh, one of my... Um, it, it's in the second... It's in the lower five songs for me on that album. But it's a good song. Bruce Johnson, who also wrote I Write the Songs for Barry Manilow. That's right, yeah. yeah. You I tell, Tris, Tris, that, didn't Tris, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to come... We're going to go to the ads. Uh, you're going to go. Yeah. When we come back, I'm going to play Only With You by the Beach Boys, right? Because this is the... <laughs> it's written by Dennis Wilson and Mike Love. It is the most beautiful song you've never heard. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Love so many things that I feel I've only felt with you Only with you
wanna do oh, is spend my life with you. Oh, all I wanna do oh, is spend my life with you. Oh, yes, it's true. Oh, I wanna spend my life with you. All I wanna do is spend my life with you. All I wanna do go spend my life with you. by brian wilson that's a that's a song huh simple you see simple oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call uh, we call you back yes pablo hip 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 pablo i, I feel like we should be settling down in front of the uh, open fire with a glass of red yeah, wine yeah that, that is a that is a record isn't it i mean flip uh, it, quite, uh, flip always it. cheapens my uh my uh, well, I had another point, but whilst I was waiting, I, I heard one of your calls. Ian, can I ask you two questions? Yeah, go on. Do you like Lego? <laughs> no. Do you like computer games? You sound like that horrible um, character of a legal gentleman. Uh, yes, I do like computer games. Well, well, this isn't quite Lego and computer games, but are you familiar with uh, Katamari? Um, Katamari. Um, I, I, I'll yes. give you. I'll give you an audio clue. on for a bit and then huh? this sounds like those recordings of ghosts that we heard before the EVP well it's actually it goes on for a bit but, but um, it's it's all the good things of Lego um, but uh, without any of the uh, annoying having to put bits on the right bits. Hang on, what, what, so I don't know what you just did. What did you just do then? Oh, sorry, I, I played the, it's the theme tune to Katamari Damacy, or Damasai. Kata- it's, uh, it's like a Japanese computer game from the late, mid to late 2000s. It rings, it, it rings a bell. It's like a small race of characters and they come to earth and their job is that they start rolling a ball oh, and yeah. pick up things with the ball and the bigger the ball gets the yes. bigger the things you can pick up until you're picking up worlds and universes and, yes yeah i uh, do remember. there were some lovely mad games do you do you remember did you ever play seaman um well it depends who's listening uh, uh it was seaman was on uh, the dreamcast right and it was a I did have a Dreamcast, but I never... I never Seaman was great, right? 
And you had to buy a special adapter. This is a real game. You had to buy a special adapter that would plug into the handset. It had a microphone in it. And you could talk into it. This little microphone, this little blue microphone. And Seaman was a fish with a human face. It was kind of like an advanced Tamagotchi. And it was voiced by Lennon Demoy, right? <laughs> that would be terrifying. I know. And basically, you had to look after and feed and stimulate the semen. Stimulate me, Ian. Yeah. And if you didn't, and if you didn't play it for like a week, you'd load it up and he would be dead. So you had to play it like every day, every other day, and feed him. And it, it lived in real time because the Dreamcast had those little memory cards, didn't it? The, 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 the it, it was ahead of its time. It, it kind of, yeah. it was, unfortunately, it was too far ahead of its time. They kind of died a death because it was. Uh, oh, it was a joy. Uh, I, I used to love going on and play Fantasy Star Online or Choo Choo Rocket. Choo Choo Rocket. There was a game, kids. There was a game, the first games console in this UK, in this country that you could go online with um, and you'd play Choo Choo Rocket. Flipping brilliant. Don't even remember what you had to do in Choo Choo Rocket, but I know it was it good. It was just kind of blasting all over the screen, pretty much. Oh, not, was... not too, not too dissimilar to Seaman. Yeah, it, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, but um, yeah, Dreamcast is a, is a great console, and I had one until very recently, then I chucked it, and I regret that because you could. Here's the thing: let me just let me get geeky for a second, right? And then we'll come back and we'll talk about I don't know records from the seventies or something. Oh, that's quite geeky as well, actually. Now I think on it. Oh, we'll talk about moths and um, when other drivers uh, flash you to tell you to slow down because there are some police behind them. Okay, which is illegal to do, but a lot. Of people have done it to me this week so we'll do that we'll make we'll go mainstream in a second right but the dreamcast um it's it's a basic dvd player right and it's not region locked or or locked in any way whatsoever so what you can do is um you can download any dreamcast game and uh, onto a dvd and put it in and play it and also, and it doesn't matter because you don't make Dreamcast games anymore, so you, you, this isn't particularly piracy. But also, you can download emulators, so you can download the entire a Super Nintendo back catalogue onto one DVD with an emulator, put it in your Dreamcast, and play them, or all your um, Atari um, your Atari games. It's an amazing machine. Where it had the processing speed, yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the, the processing speed, yeah, man. Brap, brap. Brap! Anyway, that was, um, that was, that was uh, uber geek, even for me. Anything else, Pablo? Um, well, well um, I had a bit of a, um, Do it. Uh, an annoying holiday in Ireland recently. Don't, we'll see what, stay there, because I've been late for all the breaks. Let's try, oh no, we're late for this one as well. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 It's a fun old show tonight, guys. Um, later on in the week, tomorrow, just after midnight, we've got Sean Levy, who wrote a brilliant book about Jerry Lewis, which has just come out. He wrote the book about 20 years ago, and it's just come out on ebook in the last month or so. And, um, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, I mean, it only goes up to about 1996. But, it is, it's an incredible read, an incredible read. And the last chapter, the epilogue, where he meets Lewis, and it starts off going swimmingly and then gets weird and mean and dark very, very quickly. He's coming on. 
We'll probably play the uh, Imani Coppola interview one evening this week as well. Next week, we've got Herbie Flowers coming on. Who's Herbie Flowers? He's um, played the bass on everything. He's like the British Carol Kay with less attitude. Even though I did, I did uh, mix the date up twice in the emails. I said, can you do the 10th? Love to. And I went, oh, no, I'm off that week. Can you do the 17th? He went, yep, yeah, sure. And then I realised I was, I was off that week. I went, I'm really sorry, man. Can we go back to the 10th? Yes. So he's coming on next week. And hopefully, one night next week, hopefully, I've got to chase them up a little bit. The, um, the Rocking Birds are coming in. Who are they? Just this brilliant country band from, uh, from Camden. Uh, who were were big in sort of the early nineties and should have been bigger for longer because they just stunning what they could do. Um, anyway, that's all happening. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We call you back, Pablo. You were going to tell us about what were you going to tell us about? Well, just a, a holiday, a little sojourn to Ireland I had recently. Never, I've never yeah. have I been to Ireland. I would know, uh, wouldn't I, if I'd been to Ireland? Yeah, I'd never been. No. It was, it was, it was nice. I mean, it was. I mean, I'd like a preface with it. You know, it it was a lovely place, and technically, I, I would have had a lovely time, and um, it was all paid do, for. By do you? The, uh, oh, paid for was it? Do you know? Do you know you're in a different country with Ireland? Because with Wales, you don't know. With Scotland, you know you're in a different country. With Wales, you don't know you're in a different country. Do you know if you're in a different country in Ireland? Well, the aeroplane did it for me. Oh. Um, there and back, but other than that, I mean, we were on the border, so it was there was a lot of the, the one thing that I did notice that in countryside in England, you'll often go a little while before you see a house or anything. But in Ireland, you would go a fair di- like just a short distance, and there'd be like a, a really like modern but palatial house, oh. and then like a hundred yards down the road, there'd be another massive. They had a modern, big housing building boom didn't they um, boom and bust That's boom thing, and yeah. bust and i believe the dark-haired moon-faced one from westlife um in it made a fortune building properties and then went bust well let's see if it, what was it, it what was the um what was the what was the what was the fort well no not the fort what was it called in Dallas? Where was Dallas set? Well, it was set in Dallas, you idiot. What was South Fork? South Fork. Wasn't his his property called West Fork? I have to take your word for that. I take my word for it. If I was on, if I was on Mastermind, a program I have won, and I was asked what was the dark-haired, moon-faced one from Westlife's property called, I would say West Fork. I wouldn't pass. Here's a tip for you guys: if you're going on um, Mastermind, try not to pass. Answer the question, even if it's nonsense, because yeah, the pass will save you time. But at the end, don't forget, if there's a tie break, they will add up all the passes and the person with the most passes is the losers. Losers. See, textbook, and that's why he came out the victor. Yeah! Anyway, go on, tell us about this holiday in Ireland because I want to get a racist on before uh, before midnight. Oh, oh, I, uh, well, um, yeah, um, it basically it was a family holiday um, going over to see the uh, family homestead on the uh, girlfriend's mother's side. OK, um, the girlfriend's brother's side. Mother. Mother. The girlfriend's mother's Thank side. You. Yes. It's basically her her mother, so my, yeah, well, uh, the, the grandmother uh, uh, of the, the clan. 
uh, was from Ireland and she'd emigrated back over here. So we were going to see the, the family homestead and the like. Yeah. Um, but it, it was all the close family. So there was about nine of us all in tow. But um, me and my youngest family, so there's me, my missus and my three-year-old and uh, my girlfriend is expecting during October. Um, and basically every day, every minute of the trip was scheduled and allocated for and just didn't give us much time and turn around. And there was yeah. a few late nights. So basically from a former party animal, oh. um, we turned into quite the party poopers and it was quite a yeah. strained last day on the on the way back. I... Um... Uh, I can't imagine ever being a party animal. It it just sounds so tiring, doesn't it? Now, well, I always used to like to think it was a good thing to be the first one at the party and the last one to leave. And then I remember that I kind of had the realization that well, it was never my party. So anybody yeah. who was actually hosting that party was thinking, "Who's this idiot to turn up early? <laughs> Why won't he go home? Oh, thank goodness he's gone home. Now I can go to sleep." Now, exactly, Pablo. Now they can go to sleep. Thank you for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan. I I did enjoy your segue about the Dreamcast. Thank you. Yeah, um, it was, a, it, was a, a it, of... it was a great machine. The Dreamcast. It was, and it, the, the Dreamcast was pounded into the ground by was it PlayStation Two? It would have been PlayStation Two, um, because they it was pounded into the ground by Sega themselves. To well, be Sega did, but PlayStation Two because PlayStation Two kept getting delayed, right? And it came out, I think, about nine months after the Dreamcast. And PlayStation Two basically kept saying, "Guys, we've got this thing in our. Um, do you remember this? We've got this thing in our games console." It's called the, yeah, the emotion, emotion chip. Engine. The motion engine, right? And what it will do is it will be able to um, read how you're playing the game. And all the games will adapt their gameplay to how you're playing. Utter rubbish. That wasn't, that wasn't quite what they uh, sold it as. They just said that it would be more... It'd be more a, a natural emotion and... Uh, and then they kept... Animating faces. They kept showing... really affecting... They the kept showing this game that... called Bouncer. They said, we've got this game called Bouncer that is brilliant. It's going to revolutionise gaming. Bouncer came out 18 months after PlayStation 2 was launched, and it was rubbish. Utter cack. But everyone waited and saved their pennies and didn't buy the Dreamcast. And everyone was wrong, Jonathan. They were wrong. Yeah, well, oh, I, I tell you about the Dreamcast and mistakes. I made a big mistake with regard to the Dreamcast. Did you try and make love to it? Ago. Because that doesn't work. The interface no, was not no, up no, to snuff. No, no, I was, I was, I was on eBay and I was looking to get a Christmas gift for myself. Yes, well, uh, okay, someone has. I saved up all the money and I noticed on eBay someone had put up a listing, a brand new Dreamcast oh. with free games. For three hundred quid, what? brand new. What? That, that's a yeah. That's a fortune. No, when you consider that the console itself, when it was released, was two hundred quid. Well, how long ago was this? Were, this was two years ago. You can buy a Dreamcast with a load of games for about forty-five quid. Ah, but some of them are a bit dodgy because of the. The drivers wearing away and whatnot. No, okay. those things yeah. are built like tanks. Oh, no, there are a couple of design flaws. Okay. Yeah, but uh, oh, I, I I prepared, I saw it, I wanted to get it, but I, I thought, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to do it properly and yeah. get the whole bloody setup. Yes. 
and by the t- and I did all the research, uh-huh. and by the time it came round to buying it, yeah. someone had already snapped it up. Well, hang, on, what, hang on, what do you mean? It, it, the auction had ended, someone had bought it. <laughs> Brand new Dreamcast with uh, uh, Metropolis Street Racers, yeah. um, Jet Grind Radios, it was known at the time, and Virtua oh, Fighter 3 Tournament yeah. Battle. Brand right. new, gone. Yeah, well... you. Well, yeah, you've got to be quick on what were you? What were you trying to sort out then that meant you couldn't buy? Orig- I'm confused by I, your I, stupidity. I, was, I wanted to. I wanted to the proper uh, aerials of. Oh, don't uh, be such a plump. You should have just bought it, Jonathan, and then sorted that stuff out later. But also, three hundred quid is way too much to pay for that kit. Well, no, for, yes. for its value. No, for its value, it no. should have been a lot more. It should no, have been it double. shouldn't. The, the, the Dreamcast, you can get a Dreamcast, and forget this yeah, nonsense about the... Dream- Dreamcast. Yes! That has had its control the ports oh, fused. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Control the ports fused. Are you talking out of your backside? I'm so getting angry with you of- now. You, you were They're built you were like tanks. Some of the technical details about the Dreamcast. They're so, built uh, like tanks, you muppet. You're a bit. You, you you're a bit rich. <laughs> so did you get well, one in the end? No, I didn't. I, I, I've been looking. F- Personally, I'd prefer to get an old uh, a Mega Drive rather than a Dreamcast. Well, but why, why don't you get one of them then? Oh, uh, because uh, half of them are bootlegs. Well, no, well, oh dear, well, okay. I'm going to cut you off now. Okay. There we go. Um, uh, you, well, I don't. Did anyone understand? We've got another hour of this nonsense to go, guys. Did anyone understand what the dilly dally was go, was there? Why didn't you just buy it? And why would you buy a new one when you can buy them second hand for about forty five quid and you get a load of games with it? The guy's absolutely bonkers. Absolutely nuts. Dear listener, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. We have another hour of this to go. Did I mention I've got an absolutely blinding headache? I don't think I did. I have, and I think I'm being very brave about it, aren't I? Aren't I? In the next hour of the show, I am going to bang on a lot um, about... I cannot believe I've got moths. Pulled this top out. It's not even a top I like. It's a little bit too small for me now. I'm getting fat. And it shrunk in the wash. Yeah, I had shrunk in the wash. And there was, and I saw a moth hole, and it's like, oh man, I've got moths again. And there's not really a lot you can do. I got in touch with um, Rento Kill. You got, and I, I went on their website, and you file a report for Rento Kill. We'll call you back immediately. I, I, that was at ten o'clock this morning. Then call me back. Rento Kill have not called me back. I probably won't pay for that because I imagine it's going to be what, about 150 quid a room to come and do it. So I'm going to do it myself. When the family go away in one week's time, I will begin the um, the slaughter of the moths. I killed a moth here the other day, uh, and everyone's going, "We killing the moth for man?" I said, "That that is a clothes moth. Clothes clothes. That is a clothes moth. And if that gets anywhere near me, it's going to lay eggs on me." Maybe inside me, and I'm not taking those home. So I smashed it. It was going, oh, don't kill it. I killed it. I smashed it. You know, because they're little silver moths, right? Little buggers they are, horrible little buggers. Anyway, I'll be talking about that and fun things as well, guys. Quite happy to sit here and talk about fun things. Now would be an excellent time 
to call up and book your place in the last hour. 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000. I'm going to sit here and bore you with moths and all kinds of bits and pieces. You can call in and chip in with anything you fancy. Of course, that's the way it goes here until one o'clock. 0844 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. This is the latest news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Little fella, you're so tired. You can hardly lift your head. But you want to hear a story before you go to bed. So if you'll be quiet and listen patiently. I'll sing you a song that my mother sang to me. Little cowboy, put your saddle in the barn. Tie your horse up tight so we'll know no harm. Put your hat and your guns beside you on the chair. Don't forget you got to say a little prayer. Little cowboy, you better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for round the time, you know If you want to be a cowboy, you better rest a while Little cowboy, baby of the old corral Little cowboy, baby of the old corral That's tomorrow, he's learning that on the uke. That's what tomorrow is, guys, is learning that on the... Boy, oh boy, I really am enjoying um, discovering Harry Nilsson. How have I missed this? So, so far, we've done um, the first three out, four albums, including Harry uh, Nilsson sings Newman, and we've just started the point. I say we, it's the royal we, it's me. What a delight. I'm, I'm going slowly because I know that I'm about three albums away from him ripping his voice to shreds with cocaine and brandy. And I kind of I kind of don't want to get there. I'm a little bit hesitant to get there, but thoroughly enjoying. Tomorrow afternoon, that's what I'm doing, is I'm learning that on the ukulele. And if you're lucky, guys, if you're lucky, I'll bring it in. Um, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's gone midnight. It's late on a Monday. Wow. I'm always intrigued by the kind of people that are up listening to this or any kind of late night radio show that isn't music based. I know we cheat a bit and we play a bit of music, um, but it's not a music show. Uh, I'm always intrigued as to why, why, why you would be up are you at work? Are you are you travelling in your car? It's not really... I can't imagine... And you'll correct me, 08444991000, we call you back. I can't imagine this show being a kind of car show. Do you know what I mean? One that you would... Oh, that reminds me, I had a brilliant dream last night. Let me rephrase that. That reminds me, I had a horrific dream last night that um, me and a group of friends were under attack by terrorists. And one of the terrorists had a gun. And I managed to... uh, He was going to fire the gun. He was going to shoot us all. And I managed to grab his hand, right? And I grabbed his hand and the gun... And I pointed the gun under his head and I shot him. 
and I became a bit of a hero. But then the terrorists had got aeroplanes, and then they came to bomb the um, celebratory party that we were having. It was on TV and stuff. It was horrific, really horrific. And then we managed to escape that, and it was kind of all over. And me and Matt Allwright from um, Rogue Traders had a, a a boat. And when I say it was a boat, it was like a little boat. You know, the kind of... I mean, it was a boat. It had, a, it had like a, a, a deck and a steering wheel, and you could go downstairs. But that was it. It wasn't big. And we were about to go off in the boat, and then we heard someone downstairs in the boat and it was blooming terrorist wasn't it and so me and Matt Allwright from Rogue Traders stoved in this terrorist's head we stoved it in with a bit of metal now me and Matt Allwright from Rogue Traders used to be friends until I said something really stupid on Twitter that that offended him rightfully so because it was stupid and I woke up about six o'clock this morning and and I, I started texting Matt Allwright this really lovey dovey text like in real life i was doing it about how um i was really pleased that we'd stoved in a terrorist's head and that i was sorry that we weren't friends anymore and could we be friends again and i wrote this and i thought what the flipping heck am i doing i couldn't send that and you know what? i could have sent it i could have sent it and it would have been delightful but i didn't and you know um now the friendship ruined guys Anyway, 0844 There was a point to all that, and I can't think what it was. So while I think on it, let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael. Hello, Ian. Hello, Michael. What you got for us? Um, I, uh, first of all, I was just going to say that it, it could have been completely real, you and uh, Matt, all right, find that terrorist, and you could have had like, a government mind wipe. You never know. Oh, flipping heck, you're half good. Yeah. But that, that's, the more, that's just me riffing off of what you just said. But I did have a, a thing that I wanted to talk about to you about, yeah. because, uh, and, and sorry if this is not what you wanted to get into, but... We can get, hey, listen, man, the thing is, and let me just say this, I can't say this enough, we can get into anything anyone wants on this yeah. show. It's not set yeah. any any set agenda, it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to uh, to reach out to you, uh, because I know you are struggling, and I myself used to be, like, completely really, like, certifiably nuts, almost, like, in the dirt for, like, most of my life, like, uh, with like you know emotional and uh, psychological health, and uh, through going into like this like specific uh, finding this like really great guy, um, uh, this uh, counselor psychotherapist, totally turned my life around. Um, it's, it sounds like a cult, but it's not. A, it's not a cult at all. <laughs> it sounds a bit weird me saying it out loud, but it's completely like you know accredited by the uh, yeah. the British uh, Board of uh, Accreditors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I absolutely, um, if you want, like I will, you know, I'll listen to you if you want to talk to me through email and stuff. Like I'll tell you things that I've learned and 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 the specific type of, uh, you know, because it, it's, it's like a total revelation uh, to find out just certain stuff about like how the the mind and our emotions are connected and how yeah. if you heal, you know, if you can start like processing emotions you've never processed before, you like even up, you you. you can release space within you and your thoughts you can have more space to think and stuff like that yeah. and uh, it's it's not you know it's not easy to do because you really have to dig down deep in your emotions and stuff in therapy but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at in is um just wanted to let you know that you're not like on your own i genuinely you can genuinely talk to me like i'll send you an email or whatever and you can say whatever you want uh and uh, you know i'll listen and uh, 
you know, and we can talk about it. Michael, you are very kind, and I've. Do you know what? I've had a few people who have got in touch and um, have made similar offers, and I appreciate it. And it is, it's uh, genuinely, it's very, very touching. Um, it, it, however, and I'm not replying to a lot of these people. It would be, it, it would be inappropriate for me to take that up, but. I appreciate your offer, and I'm glad. I'm glad you're, you're you're sounding well. When you say you were crawling around in the dirt, nuts, how how nuts were you? Oh well, you know, like when you can't uh, you you can't work, you can't yeah. talk to people properly. You know, I could back in the day, I could I I, I would just talk in streams, uh, like I talked at people, yeah. and uh, you know, if I met someone like that now, I'd think, oh, this person's you know wired to the moon. Um, and it was because, and, and so this is just the main thing I wanted to try and get across, yeah. is that when you have so much like emotional pain stored up within you that you haven't like processed stuff from like childhood, you know, from really early on, because like babies and toddlers, you know, we're really um, like wired into what's going on around us emotionally. So all this like pain and stuff that gets like buried down into us over life, it pushes us right up into our head, like into the, like, the cognitive space. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a fan belt almost, and that's like one of the most powerful things that I've ever, ever learned about. That the, uh, you know, the, the fan belt should be equal, like on the top, uh, the the mental part, and on the bottom, the emotional part. Yeah. But when we have like when we get depression, when we have a like serious depression, and we you know we want to end it all, that's when um, the the emotional part has shrunken down so small and the, the cognitive part has, has gone, like, huge to try and compensate for it. So what I wanted just to say to you, Ian, is I understand uh, that what you're saying, that we, you know, it, it would be inappropriate to, to you know, for, for you to reach out to me or whatever, yeah. but I just want to say that there is hope there. I know that it seems like it's completely impossible, but... You know, so I just wanted to put this bit of positive. Right, I wanted to put this bit of positivity out there to say that if you can find someone who's been through it themselves, because that was the therapist that totally saved me. That he'd, you know, he'd grown up in a terrible way and he'd been completely nuts himself. And but some, he found someone who basically saved him. And if you can get someone and they can heal your pain bit by bit, and it's the most difficult thing in the world, and you spend years just in therapy, just crying and crying and crying, and. Um, but if it, they can do it in a safe way and you can access this stuff that you've never processed before, that that cognitive huge part that is, is making us think nonstop can, slot, can start to get smaller and the emotional part that we can't feel can start to get bigger. So I just wanted to say that, like, there's a lot of people out there that will say, oh, well, you just have to cope with it the best you can. But I fully believe, Ian, that we can really uh, heal from our pain and turn it around. And I know it sounds like that might just be up high in the sky, but it happened to me, and, you know, I hope it can. you can, you can get, get Michael, there as well. you are a good man and you are a good spirit, and I appreciate your call. Thank you, and it's good All to right. hear a success story. Cheers, mate. Thank Cheers. you. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. 0844 Thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. Uh, Anna, we'll come to you after this. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So this is illegal, right? So I'm not in any way suggesting you do it. But this week, three times, I have had cars driving towards me flashing their lights and flashing their lights in the most furious I think it's illegal someone will let me know I'm sure it is I'm sure it is 08444991000 
flashing their lights in the most furious manner I have seen. And it's not a, you've got your main beam on, Flash. It's not a, you're a tosser, Flash. It's not a, all right, I know you. It's a a Flash, which is, I I think it's a very British Flash. Um, It's basically saying, and I I got the meaning straight away. It's three times. Two on the same stretch of road and one was uh, somewhere else. And it means, I've just come past the police speed checkpoint. You better slow down. And it's a, I, I, I can't imagine this ever happening anywhere in, else in the world. It seems to me to, oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It seems to be a very British thing. And um, I've, I have found myself doing it to other people. But is it, is it illegal? Because if it's illegal, then of course I have never found myself doing it to other people. If it's not illegal, well, then that, opens up a whole um, can of Spaniards, doesn't it? Really? 0844 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Anna, Lady Kadonk. Hello. Hello, love you, right? Yeah. Oh, I I've, never, I've, I've flashed people before, but I don't think it's illegal. I thought, I was always told it was illegal, and it's... um. It's funny, isn't it? Because British people like to see, or we're told, I don't like this, but we are told, we like to see people fail. Speaking of failing, James Wales got nine nominations in um, the Big Brother house. Oh, I've not been watching it. Yeah, well, I, well, I watched ten minutes of it tonight before I came on air. James Wales got nine, and Grant Bovey, um, Anthea Turner's ex, Love Rat... Um, has got seven, so I, it'll be between one of them two. I didn't know who anybody else was. I didn't see Sam Fox and Biggins was, you know, but the the rest of them, I didn't have a clue who they were. Oh, I think the brother has gone downhill big time. Um, I would agree with you. If you were in it, I would have watched it. Thank you very much indeed. I'm glad I'm not in it, but I'm upset that I wasn't asked to be in it after I went for the meeting. I would like to have turned them down, but um, yeah. Ah, you know. What you got for us, Anna? Uh, I've forgotten now. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, we're losing you. Is there? Yeah, go, yeah, there, stay there. Oh. Don't move. Don't move. Okay. <laughs> now, but, but you can move your mouth and talk. Okay. Yes. Um, you're Lisa Daly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to play the Corey Corder Quartet songs at tomorrow as well. Have I was that, then? Because they're cool. Um, I don't know where they are. They're all um, all my stuff is um, is all over the place. It's all. Oh, hang on a minute. Happy now? Yeah. Happy now? Yeah. Happy now? Yes. Sing hosannas. Sing hosannas. Well, that's literally, that makes me... Oh, my God. Oh, flipping heck. 
Well, Facebook is... Oh, my God! What? Facebook has just shown me something I never wanted to see. This is outright... Oh, my God! This is horrible! Tell me. Right, so, I've got Facebook open, right? Yeah. And it's got... It has a suggested post. Now, the suggested posts on Facebook are... It's all to do with... um, Not anagrams... What's the word? Biorhythms. Or not biorhythms, but so let's say biorhythms, OK? So yeah. basically, it uh, it follows your data, and the suggested posts are things... Oh, I feel nauseous! Are, are things that you... It knows you would like. So recently, a lot of the suggested posts have been about reel-to-reel recorders, because I've been looking at them on eBay, right? I don't know how it works, yeah. but it does it, right? Suggested post, right, from topics... T-O-P-I-X stars. The headline is, they look peaceful, right? Oh, this is this is the most disgusting... What is it? Oh, God. 32 photos of dead celebrities who had open casket funerals. Oh, for God's sake. And there's a picture of a dead Marilyn Monroe there. Is, ha- she's fit, but that? she's... De- huh? Why have they suggested that? I don't know! I've not been Googling dead celebrities! But now the thing is... Now, I don't I don't want to click on it. But you want to. I don't want to click on it. But that's macabre and sombre. Yeah. I'm going to click on it. Shall I click on it? Oh. I'm going oh. to see dead bodies. This is like... This is like... Dead porn. Oh, God. I'm going to click. Shall I click on it? It's up to you, Ian. You, well, no. You're, hang on a minute. Let's let's bring another voice into this um, debate, this hot topic. Craig? Hello, hello. Shall I clip on it? Click nah. on it? No? Nah. No? I don't need to see that, do I? No, no. I don't think you should. I don't think you should. Because you might suggest more weird stuff. That's the old days of the internet looking at... Horrible pictures, aren't it? Yeah, you're right. I'm better than that. Would you click on it, though? No, I've no, no. I'm going to hide. Why? Why am I seeing this? Hang on. Why am I seeing this? One reason you. Oh, for crying out loud! One reason you're seeing this advert is that you're interested in Bruce Lee. Oh, for <laughs> what? So uh, he was he was buried in an open casket, and his, his dead body was his dead body. Right? Was in, there's loads of Bruce Lee uh, Bruce exploitation films they're called, where in, in in China they wanted to cash in on Bruce Lee after he died, so they had loads of lookalikes make make you know low budget films in the style of Bruce Lee, and nearly all of them have um, footage of Bruce Lee Bruce Lee's funeral, and you can see his dead body. Uh, I, I was watching that at the age of 12. Right, do I want to see that? No, hide advert. Um, it is offensive and inappropriate. It is... Uh, I disagree with it. I'm just giving the reasons. Because they, they, they read all the reasons, don't they, Hannah? And, and, and take it into um, into account. Yeah. So no one else will get to see that now. That's great. That's great news. Can I ask something before I forget? Yeah. Did you just fart then? Yeah. Are you farting? Hannah? Yeah. Are you farting? No. What are you doing? The question. Go on. Your phone keeps oh your phone keeps breaking up. 
She's gone. Uh, yes, Craig? Yeah, in Britain it is illegal to flash your lights. Oh, is it? Well, in that case, I've never done it. And yeah. in that ca- Why is it... Right. Why is that illegal? That is that is miserable to flash your lights and tell someone, some poor bloke or woman, although it's generally blokes going too fast, um, to slow down a bit because there's a copper up the road. Why is that illegal? The arguments I've heard is it's dangerous because the car slows down quickly and it might cause an accident. And the other thing I think is interfering with a police operation. Oh, a police operation, my backside. It's just some coppers looking for uh, 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 to get a few ticks in the boxes. But it's a freedom of speech thing in America, and they're allowed to do it. Have you ever done it? Yeah, yeah. In the summer, though, I do the uh, hand out of the window, you know, the slowing down gesture. What? Up and down, wave your hand. Well, no, no, no. That's if you're going to slow down and your your um, brake lights don't work. Yeah, but I do that. To, you know, I'm in a van. Oh, hang so. on a minute. That's Craig. That's nuts. Because then that means the police behind you will see you do it. Whereas if you flash your lights, which is illegal, so don't. Yeah, they won't well, see you one do of the it. Cars approaching is a police car. You <laughs> can get nicked, then, can't you? Well, I think it's it's a little bit tight, isn't it? There's, there's a oh, stretch yeah, of road I mean, near me now where um, it's 30. They're all mean, aren't they? And um, you'll, you'll often see a copper stood right at the end with his little blooming hairdryer just zapping everybody as they go past. And you think, oh, come on, man. It's a straight bit of road. It's school holidays. Come on, man. Let us put the pedal to the metal, huh, man? The, the only points I've got is for speeding. Well, I didn't get the points. I did the speed awareness course. Mm. But he was standing next to the 40 sign when I was in the 30. Yeah. And he, I was basically... I was wrong. I was accelerating. You were... Hang on. You were doing 40 in the 30? But, yeah, because I was approaching the 40 sign, oh, I that's was being tight. stupid and accelerated up to, up to... You know, you accelerate to meet the speed. Hang on a minute. So how fast were you going when you got done? I was doing 40. Oh, that's tight. And that's tight. I have got... Here we go. Nine points on my license. Ooh. I got nine points on my license. You're rec- gonna have to go to court. Well, mate. hang on, hang on. I recently went to court. I've never oh, said no. this on the radio, but about two months ago I went to court in Oxford and I had to plead special circumstances. Oh, no. And hardship license. I got off with a hardship claim. I told them lots of things that were true. And I got off with a hardship claim. What? Well, what? Well, they were great, actually. And I did, and it cost me an absolute fortune. But um, I, the, the thing is, it happened so long. It happened over a year ago. It took a year to get to court. And in that year, three points. When I, had, when I got the points, I was on nine, so it would have taken me to 12. But in that year, three points dropped off my licence. And so I went in yeah. and I explained a few... I, I told them a few home truths. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they went away to deliberate. It was great. While they were away, right, the solicitor and the ushers and the prosecutor, they were all started talking about um, these gangsters that were um, going to be in court <laughs> next week for stealing cars. And they had loads of drugs in secret compartments in their cars. It was brilliant. Yeah. And then they came back and they said, all right, listen, the three points dropped off, so you're down to six. We're going to give you three points. You're back up to nine. Don't do it again. Yeah. But, Have you ever gone on a car on a speed? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, here's, here's the truth. Here's the God's honest truth. I am a terrible driver, 
Craig. I am. I, I did. I did the speed awareness course, and um, about six months later, I, did, I was speeding. I got caught speeding. I am a terrible driver. I am an awful. I bought a new car two weeks ago. Day two, I scraped the side of it. Do you know what I've done? Go on. I bought a second iPhone, an iPhone five. Yeah. And there's, there's an app by Sidejack called Speed Camera. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. And it's eight quid. Yeah. Plug it in with your cigarette lighter, have it on. Yeah. And it ta- and you can program it to tell you that if you're going over three percent of the speed limit, it'll just flash no, you. No, you. But the th- what I've learned, all all of that stuff is great, right? But just don't speed. Yeah, but it reminds you if you change if you if you're going into a zone and you just haven't noticed. Yeah. It'll go beep beep. You're over, you're. Uh, I have it so that if I go thirty two and a thirty, it tells me. But just, don't, just but just don't, no, yeah. But, but 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 here's the thing: I finally, finally learnt. He said, "Touching wood and praying." Right? I finally, finally learnt. Don't speed. The the shock of going to court. I was so ashamed, Craig. I was oh, so yeah. ashamed of going to court. Right? Because I'd, I have always been taught and brought up to respect the legal system. Right? It's a speeding thing. I know that. But I was so ashamed and I was so embarrassed. And I was so humiliated by yeah. going to court, even for just a speeding thing, right? And it could have been massive, because I could have lost my licence for six months. Yeah, I've been yeah. buggered, right? But I was so humiliated and so embarrassed, I finally learnt my lesson. Just, I, and I'm on the motorway. I'm 67 miles an hour. In 30 miles an hour, I'm 28 miles an hour, because it's just not worth it. I've yeah, felt that fear. As long as you can remember, but sometimes I've had it on and I've, like, just been daydreaming and yeah. I've not noticed. I know what you mean, And yes. it's gone, you're doing 33. Like, oh, yeah, right, back down to 30. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, it's I, just a backup. I know what you mean, but then you're relying on the GPS on your phone, which is not 100% accurate. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not there to stop me. It's there to remind me, so it has occasionally reminded me. Yeah. I know um, what you mean. I, I know. What but you mean. for the sake of like a fifty quid phone and an eight quid app, yeah, it's just a reminder. Yeah. What's the best excuse you've heard of somebody like somebody a Welsh rugby player got, got done for drink driving? Yeah. And his best excuse was he was eating a curry and he oh. spilled some, and that's why he was waving on the road. Oh, beautiful! Did he get away with it? No, no. Uh, here's the thing. All right, years and years ago, about. It was in the dark days, so it was about 13 years ago, right? I got a speeding thing, and I didn't know what a speeding thing was, right? I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. And so I, I appealed it, but I didn't know that if you appealed it, you had to go to court, right? That's it, yeah. I didn't go and to court. So, so next thing I know, I get a letter through saying, you didn't appear at court, six points on your licence. It's like, oh, blimey, right, OK. Oh, no. Then I got another speeding thing. I'm such a bad driver, and I'm not saying this to brag at all. I'm ashamed, right? And then I got another speeding thing, and I wrote a letter to the... Um, the police force that had sent out the speeding notice, I wrote this this pathetic begging letter saying um, my mum was ill, I'd been going to visit her, visit her and stuff. Oh, it was true, actually. Yeah. And I wrote that I had, I had an Audi at the time, and I said, the car is too powerful for me, I'm going <laughs> to get rid of the car. Pathetic, really pathetic letter, <laughs> really right? Uh... Did, didn't hear anything from them for six months, right? Then six months later, I got a letter from some copper saying, Mr Lee, it would appear we have lost oh, your speeding form. Do not speed again, because I don't think you'll be so lucky next time. But this oh, one, excellent. you can you can write this one off. They let me off. 
Brilliant. How, outrageous. Well, kind of brilliant, but I, you know, I, and I, I, and again, I say this, I'm not bragging, I am a terrible, terrible driver, and going to court, even though it was, I, could, I couldn't imagine being a bank robber or a murderer or a sex offender or something, because the shame I felt, I was shaking, I was shaking in there. Oh, yeah. For speeding. In a magistrate's well, that's, that's court, it was... not a bad guy, doesn't it? Because yeah. it felt bad. Well, the uh, thing is, I had about five grand's worth of heroin shoved up my jacksy as well. Oh, yeah. Luckily, didn't Craig, yes, exactly. No, I don't. Oh, Craig, thank you. Honestly, thank you for that. 0844 499 1000. I have never felt so embarrassed and ashamed as I did when I was stood in that court. And I thought, I couldn't be a bank robber. Flipping it. Right, last 30 minutes of the show. 0844 499 1000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, so we have learned something this evening. What have we learned? Well, we've learned, dear listener, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. But it's it's not straight to air tonight. We only do that on Friday. So um, call up, you speak to Emma. She will call you back. Um, we've learned that it's illegal to uh, flash other drivers to warn them. That um... oh, I had a question. This is a genuine question, right? You know when they say here, 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 here. You know when they say that in court. That's right. Is it now? Is it here, or is it here? We, this is a genuine question, dear listener, which I'm hoping you can answer. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think I've ever seen it written down, and I couldn't work out if, if they were saying because both of them work, don't they? Both of them work. The here, here, like here, here, um, or here, here, as in here, here, here. Listen, it's, it's kind of like a posh way of saying, "Listen up, guys. Listen up, guys. Here, here." So I don't, I, I, I don't know, and I'm, I'm thinking of writing a book that involves a court scene. I'm not, but it would be embarrassing to um, write the wrong one down so if you know 0844-499-1000 is uh, the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call um, and I could genuinely do and I know this is bore. this is boring right it's a boring thing to talk about so sue me sweet lord what do you want gold every night for three hours really gold well okay I, I may, maybe I should work a little harder in two weeks' time, I have a week off, and I think um, my brain has slightly started to disengage. My family go away next Monday. Xbox and pizza, Xbox and pizza, Xbox and pizza. That's what's happening. I'm going to bring the dog in one night next week as well. We're going to bring the dog in. You a fan of dog? Dogs? Here you are. Going to bring the dog in. She stinks to high heaven. And I want to get her in, booked in for a nice little haircut. And then I'm going to bring her in. She'll, she's not house trained. She'll pee and poo everywhere. But it's something to do, isn't it? It's something to do. When One of my favourite shows I ever did was um, about a month, two months maybe, after we had our first baby. And I was working at, um, was it Absolute? I guess it was Absolute then. Maybe it was Virgin. I don't remember. Um, oh, I'll, I'm used to picking up dog turds now. Flipping it. Once you picked up kids' turds, dogs are nothing. Um, and it was about two months after we'd had uh, our first baby. And we did this brilliant skit that loads of people fell for. Right? And I hadn't mentioned that I'd had a baby. 
Um, and uh, no one asked why I mysteriously took two weeks off. Um, but I brought the baby in one night. This was such a good skit, and I can't believe anybody fell for it. You, know, you have these ideas, saying, we'll do this, no one will fall for it. But loads of people did. And so we brought the baby in, and he was asleep. And Eloise was my producer. And we did this whole riff about how she wasn't getting paid enough to produce my show. She wasn't. She was She was paid as a tech-op when she was really the producer. Shame on you, Mr Dickens. Um, and so she was taking extra work, babysitting. And for some reason, she had to babysit this baby during a show, but she was getting an extra 25 quid for it or something. And um, first of all, no one believed we had a baby because uh, we didn't have webcams. And the baby was silent. And then beautiful comic timing. Timing About 20 minutes into the show, she 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 mentioned something about the baby. There was silence. And then the baby went, ah, like that, and cried. And, um, and then it became obvious that we had a baby. And I got the baby up and I was, you know, winding him and all of this stuff. And um, everyone, loads of people, it was the weirdest thing. Loads of people believed that, once they knew that there was a baby there and it wasn't a recording, loads of people believed that my producer was so thick and desperate for cash that she would bring in a baby that she was babysitting during a live radio show. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. And I was obviously rollicking her and telling her off. Um, and then I wouldn't let her touch the baby. <laughs> I wouldn't let her touch the baby. And she goes, "Let give it to me. I said, no, 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 I'll do- you haven't got a clue what you're doing, love. I'll do this. Look, you've got to bounce them. You've got to tap their bottoms. They like having their bottoms tapped, babies. I don't know why. I still do. Um, and it really, um, it really confused people. Why am I saying that? Oh, yeah, because it will bring the dog in one day next week. It won't add anything. It- no, it will. It will add a certain frisson to uh, the show, a certain tension, 0844-499-1000, by the way, although I'm guessing none of you buggers are going to call in for the last 20 minutes. Thanks a lot, guys. Why don't you leave me in the lurch? Next, you'll be saying you want topics to talk about. Get out of town. We're not that desperate. It's only Monday. Um, But so I'll bring the dog in, and um, there will be a certain tension in the air because she will, um, she'll start barking, and then she'll do a dump, and um, then she'll get she'll get on my nerves, as she always, always does. Getting a dog was easily I can easily the biggest mistake I've made in a long, long time. I mean, a terrible mistake. I mean, I made some awful mistakes today. In fact, she'll do a seven second dump. Well done, Ed. Ed made a Ed made a funny. Leave it, Ed. I do the funnies. Um, it, it, no, she'll she'll just do one, and it'll boy, it'll stink. Um. Uh. What well, now? Now I've lost my train of thought because of you. You blooming sod. Doesn't matter. It was um. It was going nowhere anyway. Right. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Although I am suspecting that you guys have got cold feet and decided not to call. But which is great news actually because there's a load of stuff in the papers today that I want to go through, including talking about Nazis and Cliff Richard. They're not connected. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sean, good evening, Sean. Hip 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 hip. 
So, whoa, hey man, how many? Uh, yeah, why not? Hip, 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 hip. Hip, 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 Oh, I, I, I had the same thought myself about three or four months ago, so I looked it up. and Because uh, I was using it, and somebody picked me up on it, and I thought, oh. no. So I, I looked it up, and it's apparently originated from Parliament in the 17th century, and it's short for hear him, hear him. Right, but so, hang on, so uh, were you, were you, when you say you were using it, what, you were using it written down? Oh, and on Twitter and stuff like that. You oh, know and I mean? you were using the wrong one. I was using the wrong one, and some smart-ass oh. picked me up on it, and I thought, I'll fix you, and then I looked it up, and they were right. I, so see, I go. would have gone for the the here, here, for the, for the here, you know, as in here we are now, here we are now. That's what I would have gone for. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I thought, I'll look it up, and, uh, yeah, apparently Parliament, 1700s, uh, hear him, hear him. Isn't, um, uh, isn't Parliament stupid? Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, the, uh, you know the old cliche, the last honest guy to go into Parliament was Guy Fawkes. Yeah, I don't... I, those, people, they, those people are like adults, right? They're, and they're, like, leading the country. And they go in there and they... If I was in a meeting, right, and started going... Oh, 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 oh. They go, what, what, what are you doing? This is quite an important meeting. And, and even the meetings I have, they're not about running the country. They're just about doing crappy radio or TV programmes, right? So they're not even that you know, important. You, you know what the worst thing of all is, though, Ian, is the House of Lords. They, they, they go in there, get the £300, £300 a day for signing in, go and have the subsidised meal and drink, then go and have an afternoon nap on the benches. That, How good is that? That is, those people are absolute players, aren't they? 300 quid, 300 quid a day and a subsidised meal and as much drink as they can handle. And then th- go out and have an afternoon nap. And the thing is, right, here's the <laughs> thing, right, you, you know David Cameron's getting a load of stick for um, his honours list because an outgoing Prime Minister is allowed to draw up, like, honours as, as they go. And everyone's going, oh, it's all his mates and oh, it's all people that gave him money and it's the woman that done did his wife's hair. And your your problem with that Absolutely. is what? Yeah, if, you, if it was you, Sean, wake right, up. and you were... You, you, wake up and smell the coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, right, Kath, you're going to get one. Scott, you Scott, you fancy a knighthood? Yeah, you want that? Right, um, uh, I'd go around the office and I'd, I'd go around the office and I'd say, right... I've got a knighthood. Who's going to give me a ton for a knighthood? Rudge, you're going to give me a ton. Anyone higher than a Absolutely. ton? Or Ross, you want 150? Beautiful. I would, of course I would. Well, what you do, you'd say, oh, oh Dave, who lent me a tenner six months ago, I'm, I'm going to slip him an OBE. Totally. <laughs> and you'd do it for like, I'd do it for like the fella on the door. I'd give him a, um, an MBE just for a laugh. <laughs> there you go, son. Or you, a home, you'd see a homeless person and I'd say, do you know what? I'm not going to give you a fiver. I'm not going to go into Tesco and buy you a sandwich and a, and a bottle a bottle of orange juice. I'm going to make you a knight. What bloody use is that? <laughs> Doesn't matter. But you're going to be a knight of the realm. Well, you've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head, Ian. When you say like, what, what's the big surprise? I don't you know. Like everyone's shocked. Everyone's shocked. Well, why are you shocked? Because it's, it's always it it's always <laughs> been that way. Of course, it's Absolutely. always been that way. And I think it Absolutely. is wonderful. That um, his wife's stylist is getting a, a gong. Brilliant! 
He's you, better you know than Tip. I'm, 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 just, I'm just jealous. I want a piece of the action. Yes, of course. <laughs> They I were want doing a piece of the 300, 300 pound a day action. They were doing a phone in on LBC today, right? If you've ever received a gong, does this action of David Cameron render your gong worthless? And people were phoning up, going, "No, of course, it, stupid question. Of course, it doesn't. It's always been bent. It's bent. Absolutely, Every, everything is bent." Well, if we go back, if we play the harp and go back in time, yeah. it's like uh, who had the, you know, it's Billy Big, you know what? Yes. Uh, who could uh, who could uh, bash up and suck up to the king better than anybody else was given the yes. country estate, and uh, and and if you and if you go forward into history, that's how they got the seat, and that's how they got the lords. Exactly. That's how, how the lords came up. It's every, listen, every industry is bent. And so why would we expect any different from the gongs and the the honours and stuff? Of course it is. Good, wonderful. Good luck to them. We're all jealous. I would love. I would love an MBE or an OBE or a knighthood. Oh, I'd be a really good knight of the realm. Actually, I would be really good. It's never going to happen. I'm jealous, and I'd love it because my mum would be so proud. And boy, oh boy, when I sent emails, my my automatic signature would say Sir Ian Lee. It would say it. I've got honest. a better idea, though. I've got a better idea. We'll become lords together. Yeah. We'll go on the we'll go on the drink three three times a week. Get yeah. the nine hundred quid. Yeah. And and have a great old good session and a subsidised meal three it, times a week. Sam, it, sound, it sounds like an absolute winner. I'm in, man. I'm in. Joe's on the line. Evening, Joe. Hello, Ian. Hello, Joe. Uh, that was all very political. Uh, well, it listen. We can do that. We can do the weighty stuff here. I'm, know, I'm not just a pretty is, face. I feel, I feel a bit stupid now because I've rung up with a bit of beard envy. Oh God, mate! I just looked at you on Periscope. I'm, I'm loving it. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Uh, well, how far are you going with it? Where, where are we going with it? it? Uh, well, this is the trimmed version. I was yeah. uh, about two weeks ago. I was big and it was longer and it was shaggier oh. and unruly. And yeah, then I went. I, like I went it. for a trim. I went for a little uh, little trim. Right. Shaved under there. Little trim trim. Uh, I was going to ask a bit of advice. You see. Yeah. Uh, I've got. I'm, I'm growing mine out. Beautiful. But, um, I've got a bit of grey in it. Quite a bit. Yeah, me too. More me than too. you. Really? Because I'm white at the sides. I'm completely. Yeah, no, white. I've got more than you. Where's, yeah. What's? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. No. You know, no. He's, he's dying it. No, no, he's not. no, no. No, you can't. No. Can you? No. Why would you do that, man? Grey is beautiful. Oh, no, I was just asking your opinion. Sing you're if you're good, glad to be grey. Well, I've got the lights down, so you can't see. I've got quite a bit uh, of grey. Right. And my hair's really short. When my hair's really short, you can't quite see, but the side the sides are white, man, and I love right. it. I love it. Oh dear. All right. Well, I'm going with it. But I want to know how how long are you going with it? Um, well, I, I'm I was thinking of a big one. You know these these hipster beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking hipster beard. Well, I, the thing is, I've got a TV gig on August Saturday, August the twentieth. I'm a host. I'm actually hosting a uh, live you're television show. Yeah, so I'm going to have it trimmed. Uh, I'm going to have it trimmed for that, and then I'm going to go nuts <laughs> again and, and grow again. Uh, see, that's the thing. See, you hit the nail on the head. I'm going to a wedding Saturday. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to trim it up. No, but I kind of don't want to. No, but you kind of. It's no. peer pressure, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. But also, <laughs> I bought I bought some wall clippers, right? Oh, right. They're rubbish. No, I, don't don't go no, there. No, I, I went to the local barber and I played I paid a bloke a fiver to tidy up. He did a blinding job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, Joe, keep I us updated. What, Ian, Ian, I've got to say before you go. Yeah. I'm Duncan Ballantyne. 
that. Oh, well done. It was good. Then. Give me that back. I'll, I'll, see, I'll find the clip somewhere, Joe. Thank you. It was, uh, that was a lovely clip we had. Thank you, Joe. Um, when I was at another radio station of Duncan Bannatine going, my name's Duncan Bannatine. And we had this old dear phone up. I've got it on my computer somewhere, but I won't dig it out. This old dear phone up. She goes, oh, is that LBC? I've, um... Oh, hang on. Have I got it? I don't know. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Duncan. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Hang on. Bear, bear, well, this, poor, this poor woman. Let me just play this. Hang on a second. Hang on. Esther! Uh, oh, um, sorry, I've had the wrong number. I want Essex. You, you, want, you want sex? I wanted Essex. Oh, no, David, David Essex? Yeah, no, I wanted the Essex programme. I want to run the LBC now. Oh, blimey, you're not listening to BBC Essex, are you? Well, from time to time, I do. That's all right. What Terrible are they doing station. on there? Terrible station. I've been listening to LBC since it started, 73. 73, you're excellent, you're one of those. Um, um, what do you think of Ian Lee? Oh, he's all right. Yeah, no, I like quite... them all. Uh, Clive, Clive Ball's good, isn't he? No, they're all all right. <laughs> what were you phoning into Essex for, then? What are they doing that's, that's warranted a phone call from you? They're, um, you've got to guess uh, who's talking. Oh, we, oh, we can do that this, here. History voice competition. No, well, uh, voices. It, yeah, OK, hang on a second. Have a guess who this is. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. Who do you think that is? I bet it's you. No, it's not. I'll give, give you a clue. It's, it's Duncan Ballantyne. Have another listen. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. It's Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to hear it again? It's Duncan Ballantyne. I'll play it again. Here we go. It's terrible, isn't it? I've not got a time. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is, Esther? Clive Ball. Clive Ball. No. Good guess. Esther, well, listen, Esther, thank you for calling in. Isn't that, I mean, isn't that wicked? Really? Really? Um, how, how funny you remembered that. Oh, dearie, dearie, mate. Well, well, well. we're going we're to end on um, the Harry Nielsen song that I started with, but because I was, fl- I was showing off because my mate Dougie was here. And if you missed the interview with Dougie, it wasn't really an interview, it was a chat. Um, it was two mates who haven't seen each other properly for years um, having a chat. And I've said to Dougie, he is welcome to come in any time he wants. He doesn't live too far from here. So if you get bored... Come down here, but we'll put that whole hour out as a podcast tomorrow because it was um, it was funny and it was stupid and it was fun. And the book is is cracking. It's also we didn't really get round to talk about the whole book is about self um, publishing and making things off one's own bat. Uh, and the book is self published and it's it's a joy. And I'm so proud of him. It's such a good book. It's got these these hilarious illustrations in it. Um, and it is if you go if you go onto Amazon, I tweeted the link earlier. I'm off Twitter, but I tweeted the link earlier, and um, you type in Douglas Anderson, left of the mainstream, um, it comes up, and it is uh, it, it's hilarious. And I read it today, and um, it made me laugh a lot. And we'll put the whole hour out to think. I, I didn't get to any of the stories in the newspapers. You see, that's that's the problem. You see, when you call in. That's that's the problem. I... And have you noticed? Very briefly, we'll play the song in a second. Have you noticed that now, every day, there's well, it's not even it's, it's normally two Pokemon stories. Every day, there are two Pokemon stories. The first one I couldn't find the other one. There's another one somewhere, but the first one is 
uh, which is bullshine. And it was going to be an Olympic special tonight, and I've completely forgotten to do it. Athletes can't get Pokemon in Rio. Olympic athletes in Rio are in despair because there is no Pokemon Go in Brazil. Now, that's obviously nonsense. But um, the Olympics are like... They're this week, aren't they? They start this week. And it feels like it's going to be the most disappointing, dull Olympics of all time. It's going to be awful. Anyway, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Here is how the show should have started. Oh, now you won't bloody work. Here we go. Thank you very much, Mr Harry Nilsson. Thank you. Out tomorrow if I can borrow a coat to wear Oh, I'd step out in style with my sincere smile And my dancing bear outrageous Alarming, courageous, and charming Oh, who would think a boy and bear Could be well accepted everywhere Was just amazing Stop to stare Making the grandest entrance A silent smith And his dancing bear Their lovers Won't they Defeat us Don't they Oh, who would think A boy and bear Could be well accepted Everywhere It's just amazing How fair people Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 